0: welcome to fucking uh, Area 51 stories. Here today, we're gonna talk about how my dogs have been missing, probably abducted by fucking aliens. So, uh, if you d- and so uh, uh, with me, I got my my can of Keystone.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> got your Dale Jr. hat on.
0: I got my Dale Jr. hat on, and you uh, remember, if you don't like Trump, fuck you. Fuck
1: you, God, country, Charlie. Oh wait, no, it's God, Dale Jr., Charlie. Yeah,
0: and, and you know what? You know what? If you don't and, and listen, if you if you don't and you don't, yeah, you put 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 a good put a good dip you and you could put a good dip in your fucking mouth, and you fucking don't drink a good beer, you know what? who are you? are you really man? You know... yeah anyway, hey guys welcome to Drinking a the Theory, and uh, <laughs> uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, why don't you say it?
1: Uh, before we do that, uh, uh, since we're going to be talking about like uh, some Chris Cornell, some Chester Bennington and uh, some other folks too, uh, I just want to that that the, the opening song, I don't know if you guys noticed that was, that was a brand new song and it was specifically picked. For this occasion, okay. uh, this ain't funny. I- I'm getting serious from okay, me yeah. So, uh, the name of that, um, okay, the the name of the band is called National Hotline. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, it's from the album One Eight Hundred Two Seven Three Eight Two Five Five. And it's the song uh, Yo if you need help Just call that fucking number It's uh, National Hotline Now for, I'm depressed For suicide yeah, I'm getting serious <laughs> for a moment cause, I know Because we're, we're, we're talking about Some fucked up shit Yeah And I'd also like to say uh, That uh, The big evil guy That lives in the White House Trump He's so evil That in August uh um, Trump signed the National Suicide Hotline Improvement Act, which requires the FCC to implement a three-digit code number, just like 911, but it would be for suicide. No shit. Yeah, because uh, he's so evil. Yeah. And uh, the FCC has a, <laughs> y- has a year to figure this the fuck out because uh Trump administration thinks one 800 273 Eight two five five is is just too long because when you need help, you need help just like nine one one. You know what's funny about
0: that? You know what's really funny about that is that um, next thing you know, if liberals get a hand of that, they're gonna be like, we need to start killing ourselves. Yeah,
1: Yeah. and and there's nothing, dude. There's nothing. uh, You have to be embarrassed or ashamed. I lost some. I lost a friend to suicide, and. Did you not have to be embarrassed by it? Just make yeah. a fucking call. All yeah. Right.
0: So uh, yeah. that being said. Sorry, sorry
1: to get real serious. No, no, you're good. Show, uh,
0: so so that, you know. that that begs the question. Am I good to joke about it or not? <laughs> oh, yeah yeah, <laughs> say, yeah, yeah, you're good. I was going to say, now back to our regular
2: scheduled programming. Yeah, you're good.
0: Because, listen, with me, guys, I'm sorry to say, but uh, if you everything's subject to uh, humor, in my opinion. opinion. Yeah, yeah. But uh, before we get into Chris Cornell and this Yeah, and actually,
1: this uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. But uh, years ago, um, <clears throat> a friend of mine took his life, and uh, he was a real joker. <laughs> he used to joke about it all the time. We, we always thought it was jokes because, you know, he was like us, you know, and yeah. he <laughs> joked. And, and one of the jokes he used to tell us because, you know, was uh, me and me. another guy. He used to tell us <laughs> all the time. Hey, when I finally kill myself, guys, don't be pussies. You better make fun of me. So yeah, so you know what? It is. That's probably what I'd have said. Yeah, honestly, that's no, actually so. legitimately what I'd say. Yeah. This, so
2: this the the other dude that used to work at the airplane factory, right?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, same for me there. Now honestly. boners, yeah, boners, 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 boners dicks. Yep. Uh, so that being said, uh. I would like to talk about politics real quick. This is gonna be heated. uh go ahead and skip like five or ten minutes ahead uh if you if you don't wanna hear this honestly or have you heard enough or maybe if you're the left complexion and you just like listening to our content go ahead and go ahead and dial that uh like ten five ten minutes ahead. <clears throat> so our boy Kavanaugh he got it, okay. So I, I it, but that's special.
1: not Kevin uh 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 oh <laughs> Okay. All right, special
0: anyway. K. Yeah, special K. Yeah, Special K. Um here, here's the here's so here's the deal with that. I want to talk about it for a second. Uh fucking So he got it. He got it. He managed to uh get through 50, it was 50 to 48 to 1. Uh <coughs> or 47 or 48 to 1, yeah. And uh, very q- close to QAnon's prediction. Very close. It was just one off. So so that's just worth noting. I'm just saying. He, he, no,
1: he's like fucking gagging over there. Uh, I've got way too much Kraken in this. Yeah, film. I
0: noticed that you, you filled it up halfway with fucking Kraken. Yeah, that's... And, I'm, you and, don't I, do that. and I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? I wanted to tell you to stop, <laughs> yeah, but I was like, you know, you're an adult. Yeah. You got yourself. <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> yeah, so Kavanaugh got it. he won 50 48 one and uh, through all the bullshit, let's address this real quick man. Uh, whether or not Kavanaugh actually did any of that shit to Ford or anybody else is up in the air. But as far as the FBI investigation is concerned, he did nothing wrong and uh, some Democrats seem to agree with that with that as well and that goes to show a lot of stuff. so uh, I just wanted to, I just wanted to say Republicans out there if you're listening if you're a Trumper, if you're listening, T- take a close look at what happened right after Kavanaugh got nominated. Look at all those people screaming in front of the Supreme Court, slamming on the fucking doors. Use that as fuel. I want you to use that as fuel. Go out and fucking vote for your midterms. Can we fucking finish this the fuck out? Can we fucking close this out finally for the next two years? At least for the next two years. If Trump doesn't get a second term, at least let's make these next two years fucking worth it. Because you know what? After every. This Kavanaugh thing is just evidence. Evidence that this is all a ploy. This is all just a fucking... is just a big... A conglomerate of fucking babies crying. That's all it is. Bunch of people fucking whining. And you know what? Fuck them. Seriously. Let's fucking finish this. Let's give them something really to fucking cry about. Go out. Is it November 6th, right? Yeah. Go out. (sighs) November 6th. Fucking vote red. Yeah. Even if you're, even if you're a, f- if you don't want to vote all red, if you're somebody like me or, or Jake, where, where you're, you're not necessarily in agreement with just being straight lined, uh, oh, I'm straight up Republican with everything. I know that's not how I am, but look at the state of the Democratic Party right now and the people who fucking support them. You have to vote red. If you don't vote red, you're going to fucking find yourself in a fucking a very hairy predicament soon. And I, as much as I hate to say it, we have to, and we have to, we have to, we have to, we have a majority in the Senate and the House, correct? Yeah. Yeah, we need to retain that. If we don't fucking yeah. retain that, we're in fucking trouble. Yep. And I know only a maybe a couple hundred at best are going to hear this, but you need you need to go out and vote November six. Register to vote for please for fuck's sake, because in yeah,
1: uh, all the deadlines are coming up. Yeah. Matter of fact, I I uh, retweeted someone's tweet on Twitter, which gave all the deadlines for every state.
0: But uh. This is it, guys. We need to drive this the fuck home. We have a month—exactly one month. We need to drive this home. Register to vote. Get out there, fucking vote. Yes. I'm, wear, I'm wearing my Make America Great Again hat right now.
1: So make this celebration short. Yeah. yeah no.
0: Because the battle's not over. If we don't get fucking midterms, it's yeah. it, it, we're going to be in, we're not in trouble, but it's going to be it's going to be a, it's going to be an uphill fucking battle after that. You see, listen, Trump has already been getting a lot of fucking backlash all over the place. If we fucking manage to fucking win again in midterms, we've been winning this whole time, guys. Let's be real. Where, where has the Democratic fucking wins come? No, Nowhere. There has been no fucking Democratic wins. They've been losers this whole fucking time. Sorry. I, if you're listening to this and you're on the left and you disagree with me, I'm sorry. But listen, whether you want to accept it or not, your party's been fucking it up since 2016. And uh, the, the right now, it's not a battle of logic. It's a battle of, I, I will drive this country into the ground just to prove that I'm the one that's right. And you know what? Fuck that. Fuck that. Go out in November 6th. Vote. Vote red. Get this shit done. Fucking drive this home. Let's fucking make these next two years fucking worth it. Let's make sure that these next two years are clean. Let's get some shit fucking done. And the, in the, in the start of that is going out and voting in November. Go out and vote. I cannot fucking stress this enough.
1: Whew. You feel better, bro? A little bit. Good. A little bit better.
0: But it's just... uh. Ever since Kavanaugh got in, uh, you know, uh, my dad is very, he's, he likes to play devil, devil's advocate, Mr. Centrist. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, he was telling me the whole time Kavanaugh's not going to get it. Kavanaugh's not going to get it. Every time me and my dad disagree on something in politics, like, I hate to say it, but I'm the one that's right. Yeah. Uh, this, th- these last two years, I've been right about everything. Everything I've called, I've been right about. because
1: he's brainwashed <laughs> by the corporate media.
0: And it's like, I told him Kavanaugh's going to fucking win it. I, and I said, and he and he's talking. About, well, I don't know. You know, history has shown if there's a if there's a if there's a president of a certain party in the midterms, they usually vote different. And
1: it's no, like, we got it. We got to get to midterms because Ginsburg, she ain't looking too fucking good.
0: It's like so. Look at it. Look at it like this. Look at it. Fucking she like She look dead. Look at it like this. If you don't, if you, if we let this quote-unquote blue wave happen, it's over. Trump might get impeached. Pence might get impeached, too. You know, because because the, the, technically you don't need a reason to fucking impeach someone. They, you do, but they can make something up. It's easy. So it's like this. I think that the red voters are in much more abundance than the blue voters, especially in midterms. Because I'm sorry, after this Kavanaugh thing, after Kavanaugh won, though, I'm, I think that more blue voters are going to be um, enticed to vote. But I don't think that, that they're going to outnumber the red the red voters. But we need to make sure we shouldn't. That doesn't mean that we should that we should just we should lounge back and let it happen. That doesn't mean that we should only do half punches now. That means that we should need to fucking finish
1: it. Yeah, close it the go close the it the yeah close it the fuck out guys. <laughs> you get this, out there Tyson this bitch right in the face. Yeah, fuck it or in
0: the ear. <laughs> you bite <laughs> it yeah, off, yeah, bite, bite the, the fucking fuck ear off. <laughs> but fucking <laughs> fucking close this out. Get to the polls, man. Fucking vote. Vote red. Get this done. We can fucking save our second amendment, our first amendment. We can fucking preserve this fucking country. And we, we can continue this trend that's been going on since Trump got into office. And he's been fighting with, with, with fucking resistance. He's had resistance against him. If we manage to make these midterms work out, then we can make this even smoother. And shit can happen in our fucking favor. Absolutely. And without us having to fight for it for once. So get out there. Fucking vote. And I'm sorry I got so political, but th- this is important. This is fucking important. This is one of the most important votes that we're going to have probably in our lifetime. If, if Trump gets impeached and, uh, like, let's say a Democrat gets voted in 2020 for some, for some fucking reason, if that, if that manages to happen, we're done for. That means that they won. So we need to make sure that we took our country back. And I would be very impressed with us if we can fucking vote our country into being stable again. Because... The elite have had control for way too long for, for, for literally probably about, maybe about a hundred years ever since the fucking first world war. Okay. So it's like, it's like this. If we, if we don't take control from the elite, these people that fuck these people in the suits that pay themselves too much fucking money, who, who are career fucking senators, congressmen, whatever, these people who fucking rule over your lives, if you don't fucking get them out now, this is our chance to get them out. This is our chance to fucking change politics without having to start any violence. So let's do this. Okay, I'm done. I'm officially done.
1: Yeah, I just, <clears throat> I just sent you guys uh, some, some texts. Okay. Some pictures. Okay. Um, they're for. What's the, what's
0: the blood from? I thought there, he hung, he thought he hung himself. Yeah. There
1: for later. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah, everything. Uh, jimmy said yeah. yeah yeah
0: i'm sorry guys i i just had to get it out there because ever since kavanaugh won i've been kind of heated about it uh <coughs> because because that because that's just one step like a lot, i'm sure a lot of people on the right right now think it's just i think think it's just a baby step or i think it's a big step big victory but we're not done yet we have to keep going so just keep that in mind guys but on, on to the onto the subject we're talking about chris cornell and chester Bennington and some other people
1: yeah uh <clears throat> I, i'm so. sorry uh I know I said last week it's going to be uh, Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington. Uh, Chester's kind of going to get the shaft a little. Uh, I'm yeah. going to go over Chris a lot here. Uh, Chester kind of got... I, I just spent so much time looking into shit. And it's just... You know I'm a conspiracy freak, so this just turned into a huge rabbit hole for me. Yeah. I was thinking maybe, Mike, uh, if, if you want to do... Uh, we can do a follow-up episode to this sometime. You can take one of my weeks if, if you want to do Chester. I don't know if you want to lead. If you want to do Chester. If not, I'll, I'll do Chester. It doesn't matter. I mean, we're going to talk about him a little bit. I'm not going to go in as much depth as Chris Cornell. So if you're listening because you want to see something about, hear something about Chris Cornell or Chester Bennett, you obviously know who they are. Um, but I'll just give you a rundown for people to know who Chris Cornell is. Uh, he was best known for, of course, Soundgarden. Uh, the band Soundgarden, uh, the band Temple of the Dog, and Audio Slave. Yeah. Uh, and uh, a lot of people consider him a uh, founding father of the Seattle scene, Seattle grunge scene. Mm-hmm. Um, which he, he kind of. They he, actually. He, he was
0: one of I, him and him and uh, fucking Eddie Vedder with. Uh, yeah, yeah. They they, they kind of they. I think Chris Cornell was first for though. Absolutely.
1: Uh, well, Chris uh, Soundgarden actually went back a lot further than I thought, and I was in the Soundgarden. <laughs> but uh, just give you a rundown of. Uh, Have you ever
0: heard their first first album, like their absolute first album? No,
1: He should. It's actually not bad. Uh, which one? No.
0: though There's like one album that that was uh, pretty early in the '80s. I think. Hold yeah, on. Let me yeah, let me check. That's, yeah.
1: I listened to so, it. It's pretty good. Uh, but while you're looking that up, I just want to say, um, uh, yeah. So he, he's him. He's responsible for it with Soundgarden. He had six albums, uh, twenty four singles. Uh, he had one album. No, it
0: was eighty nine. It was Louder Than Love. Yeah, it was a pretty good album. I listened to it.
1: Uh, he had one album with Temple of the Dog, which was actually a tribute album for his buddy. Uh, yeah, one of his buddies, uh, Andy Wood. Did he? He
0: died. he, he O D'd on heroin, yeah, right? He OD'd yeah. He O D'd on heroin.
1: Yeah. He was actually. They were part of. Uh, in fact,
0: specifically, the song "Hunger Strike" was about him. Correct. Yeah. Well, the whole
1: album was. Yeah. Um. Um. He was actually Andy Wood was in a band. It was it was Pearl Jam before Eddie Vedder. Mm-hmm. Um. So, okay, so, so yeah, Temple of the Dog. They had three singles off of that. And then he did, uh, I didn't realize this either. I thought he only had two, but he did three albums with Audio Slave. There was 14 singles off of that. He did five solo albums, which yeah. produced 14 <laughs> singles.
0: Chris Cornell's, uh, his, his music fucking,
1: <coughs> um, resume is huge. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's gigantic. Uh, and his entire albums, uh that he took part in uh over 14 million albums sold. Yeah. Almost 9 million digital sales. Uh 300 million on de- on demand audio streams. That's in the US alone. Yeah. And then 30 million records worldwide. Yeah. So I mean it's pretty in, you know, the guy was, I was I don't know I liked him. I thought he was a musical
0: genius in my opinion. I think that he he knew how to make good songs. And uh, I mean yeah. he he worked with a lot of people making their music as well. And yeah. uh, and I think that I think that, sp- that speaks about his musical talent because sometimes there's just uh, whether you want to when you when you I'm sure people consider musical talent in different ways. Some people think of composition and or their uh, you know uh, musical science. There's like a science behind it a little bit, math too, you know. And uh, I but I think that at the end of the day, there's a sound. Yeah. And I think that goes to show uh, what was it with motor motorfinger? Bad motorfinger. Bad motorfinger. Yeah. yeah. Um, where you had told me that Chris Cornell started with drop C. He yeah. really didn't know too much about guitar. And if you li- yeah. if you play you can play a couple of songs the songs on that album, pretty easily. Yeah. And drop D. Yeah, it works yeah. the same way, basically. And uh, fucking... Yeah, they're not hard to play at all, but they sound really fucking good. And so uh, I think Chris Cornell is just a guy with a really good fucking ear for music. I yeah. think he had a good ear for... Uh, what, what's h- good. His
1: voice his voice was ridiculous as well.
0: And in, in, Oh, yeah. Uh, he's he's up there with um, Scott Weiland for like vocalists that I really fucking like. And Scott yeah. Weiland, after he had me listen to 12 Bar Blues, is just... He's yeah. fucking insane.
1: I would actually... Uh, my opinion is... As far as vocal, I'm not saying his vocals, that he would be able to do it, or you can compare it to him. But I think he was in his own class, <clears throat> kind of like Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury was in his own class. Nobody
0: no, nobody else sounded like Chris Cornell, and that was yeah, the same thing with exactly. Freddie Mercury. Yeah, Freddie Mercury uh, was the, yeah. and Queen, they were the only yeah. people that sounded like that.
1: Yeah, Chris Cornell, he... Uh, I agree with that statement, yeah. 100%. Yeah, he... he
0: um, and he he was he was uh, somebody who was making music like that and sounding like that in a time where everybody was trying to sound yeah while like, well, everybody was trying to sound like Eddie Vedder exactly yeah so
1: yeah yeah uh, okay so Soundgarden originally formed in 1984 yeah uh, when they started he originally played drums and he did vocals uh, but then you know they brought other people in and then he switched over to Just singer-songwriter And then he picked up a guitar And in 1987 They released their first uh, EP Which had like I think four songs on it And that was through uh, Sub Pop Which was a big thing For the Seattle area And then in uh, 1988 Their debut album Ultra Mega Okay Which they were actually 1988 they were Nominated. That, that uh,
0: Ultra Mega okay that actually wasn't on Sound, on Spotify, wow yeah
1: it was in the eighty
0: nine one which was their wow. the one I just listed hold on
1: but they were actually they were nominated for a Grammy for that louder I than think. love was their first one yeah louder uh, than on,
0: love. on 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 this they don't have what you just mentioned actually oh no they did they they re released it in twenty seventeen yeah. uh, well they, they it's an expanded reissue huh I'll I'll, I'll yeah. give that a listen when I can and then
1: uh, when they did Temple of the Dog they did Temple of the Dog in nineteen ninety. And like I said, that was uh, basically a tribute to Andrew Wood. He, he was from uh, Mother Love Bone. That was Pearl Jam yeah. minus Eddie Vedder. Uh, but Eddie Vedder came up from California around the same time. So that's kind of how he got worked into the studio for um, Temple of the Dog. Because at that time in Seattle... All those bands had huge followings within Seattle and w- within Washington. Uh, excuse me. And there was such a hardcore music scene. And Mother Love Bone, Mother Love Bone was supposed to be Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. Okay, but mm-hmm. then then Wood died. And did they have any albums? Uh, yeah. Did they have? Yeah. Hold on. What's the, what's the name of the band? Mother Love Bone. I'm gonna save it if I could. They find they were supposed to be Pearl Jam. They were supposed to be the next thing out of Seattle. But Shit, they're on
0: Spotify
1: Yeah, but he died So they brought Eddie up And, and all those bands were like a tight-knit group, you know And so Chris they got, Cornell They got
0: millions of listeners Yeah Holy So shit.
1: Chris Cornell was kind of cool enough to say You know, because like their drummers switch back and forth from Pearl Jam to Soundgarden It's, it's a weird situation Yeah But um so Chris Cornell, he, he developed a, a perfect friendship with, with Vetter, especially when they did the song Hunger, Hunger Strike. Yeah. Um, because it's like Chris Cornell knew how he wanted to do it, but he couldn't do it. But Eddie had an idea how to do it, and he could do it, and it was the same thing that Chris Cornell wanted. So once that happened, it was like it was like uh, it was the cookies and cream. It was like music. It was the love. cookies and yeah, cream. It was like music love <laughs> chemistry. So uh, Chris Cornell was basically the one that said to the rest of the Seattle scene, "I know this guy's from California, mm-hmm. but he's one of us now." Yeah, and that that that's why Eddie Vedder had such a close connection with cornell but but anyway anyway that that album was actually recorded uh i don't know if you ever listened to that album uh i don't the like whole it. album yeah. from temple of the Dog. Yeah. No,
0: no no i, I only know yeah. hunger strike
1: yeah uh so i really say like say hunger, hunger strike is one of my favorite say, songs say to, say to, say hello to heaven is a really good tune mm-hmm. uh honestly i don't like a couple songs in there i don't like the whole album uh but give them mad props. That took those guys only 15 days to make and they self-produced it. They did it all themselves. Mm-hmm. And uh but it it went over pretty good. Yeah. So uh Yeah, so then you know the audio slave thing with the rage against the machine.
0: Yeah. Blah blah blah. And I I just re- I recently listened to a couple of Audio Slave songs, and I told you that I didn't know that the fucking people were in it. I, basically, what had happened was I didn't know that people were in it. I heard it in an interview. Actually, it was on Sirius Radio. Somebody interviewed Chris Cornell uh, before yeah. he died, and uh, he was talking about uh, he was talking about fucking him doing work with the Rage Against the Machine guys with yeah. Audio Slave. And then after I heard that, I went in back to listen to a couple songs. You can fucking hear the Rage Against the Machine in the background. Just some of the some of the musical habits. You can fucking hear the rage yeah. in it. You can hear the Rage Against the Machine in it. Absolutely.
1: Um Oh, just to, just to give an example on how Chris's voice was so matter of fact, they used to call, it was Alice Cooper who said uh it was funny because in in that world, yeah. Uh everybody called him the voice. Hmm. Like that's what everyone called him. Like like all those guys, all those gals. That he Chris Cornell was known as the voice, and believe it or not, we all know Axl Rose and how he can be a fucking douchematic. Yeah, and like really, you know, he's Axl Rose, man. He's fucking. He can cause a fucking, you know, a riot, a riot, just by walking across the stage. But anyway, Axl Rose actually said that Chris Cornell is probably the greatest rock voice there has ever been
0: well i mean you gotta think and about that's it.
1: a lot coming from axel yeah, Rose, yeah, yeah, who yeah. thinks he's the greatest yeah. of anything <laughs> well you, got,
0: you 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 gotta think about it too you gotta think about some of the some of the sound garden songs the big ones especially think of like Spoonman. think uh uh shine down yeah think uh fucking cool it's like uh what's it called over uh the one, is that shine Spoon it. what? No, 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 the one. Oh, that one, I like that one. I what it's called, Over or something?
1: Yeah. Over. Let me look it up real quick. The one that I know how to play. I know how to play don't know what it's
0: called, but I know how to play
2: The funny
1: thing is, is I I remember. Outshined. Yeah, outshine. that's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I re- I remember Guns N' Roses uh when I was younger and they did uh Yeah. They released U- Well Guns N' Roses when when I was younger they were conceited fucking cocks dude. Yeah. Um and they released Use Your Illusion 1 and Use Your Illusion 2. Yeah. And uh they went on tour to do that. And it was like a fucking nightmare. Their tours were a fucking nightmare. And uh no one wanted to fucking go on tour for them. Nobody wanted to open up for them. Hmm. But uh Soundgarden was like, "Well, do it. <laughs> <laughs> so like sound But you garden, know
0: whose tours won't yeah. be shit our tours when you yeah. buy our tickets to our live sh- live podcasts when that ever happens
1: sound sound, <laughs> sound garden so they went on tour with it and i listened to an interview of chris cornell and he was asked what it was like touring with guns and roses back then and he was just like it was weird he's like there was a lot of rules and the guy's like what, what do you mean a lot of rules he's like oh we, we had strict rules of how to interact with Axl Rose? No, you're fucking kidding me! Yeah, like uh, he, like yeah, he's a king, was, like yeah. he's a fucking yeah, king. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus, he, he said it was a what trip. a douchebag. <laughs> he said it was a trip. So yeah, but uh, yeah, so that's that. So that that's a little bit of his music thing.
0: Yeah. Well, what I wanted to say about um, Soundgarden is that, like them calling him the voice is is interesting because you know what? It, like we already said, like yeah, he was very individualistic at the time. You yeah. know, he 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 had a very unique voice. Uh, that being, but that, that, that just aside, um, if you just listen to fucking, uh, Soundgarden and just some of his hit songs, his, I, I'd say he's definitely up there amongst people whose voices fit in with the, with the music that it's with the best he's amongst, yeah. he's amongst the, some of the best. Yeah. And it's just like. And some of his songs are just so iconic in terms of how they sound. Yeah. Like I know you don't like Spoonman, the song Spoonman. Yeah, too it's much. not one of my favorites. Yeah, but uh, but just just think about how that song is, and like some of the yells that Chris Cornell does. Oh, gee, like, he's ridiculous. And they
1: sound, but they sound so fucking good in the song. He's they ridiculous. sound really fucking good. That's if you listen. If you listen to Temple of Dog, say to say hello to heaven. Yeah. Dude, it's, his his voice is ridiculous. Actually. Another good thing to listen to is uh, he did a cover of um, uh, a Prince song. Well, Prince wrote it. I think it was Sinead O'Connor who performed it. Yeah. Uh, Nothing compares to you. Mm -hmm. I I mean, dude, his voice was just. Sick. It yeah. was it was ridiculous.
0: Like the only other person I like personally my favorite vocalist, especially after you had me listen to fucking 12 bar blues, is definitely Scott Wyland. Yeah. Personally, yeah, that's just 12 me. Bar blues because that, really that guy, he has a fucking range, let me tell you. Yeah. He can literally sing anything. But yeah. but other than that, Chris Cornell is extremely talented as well. Yeah. So
1: and, and this episode, well, not this episode, but this part of the episode here. Yeah. It's gonna be very music based. It, well, yeah, and it, it, it shows how I'm a hypocrite. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I know, I know. I'm a hypocrite when it comes to music because, because I love music. Yeah. But as far as my conspiratorial beliefs, yeah, I believe that everything is laid in front of us for a reason. Oh yeah. So, that kind of, it kind of clashes with my taste for music, my love for music. How come? Uh because I still believe to a point that all that is just put in front of us for a reason. Huh. Uh, I believe. I believe he was put in front of us for a reason. I believe Kurt was put in front of us for a reason. I believe Britney really? Spears was put in front of us for a reason. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Dude, there's... Listen. As good as Chris Cornell was... <clears throat> yeah. It, There's probably a million other Chris Cornells out there that we're never going to hear. Yeah. And that's because... The way they're they are not part of the plan. Yeah. they're not part of the plan, and they weren't useful. Uh, I'm a conspiracy theorist. That's that's. I can see. Th-
0: I can see what you're talking about. Absolutely. That's
1: that's just where I come. I from. I mean, like me,
0: like I'm definitely a curse Cornell, You know. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, listen to me. Like I'll do this
1: part from yeah, Hunger Strike. Gonna hurt.
0: I'm going hungry. I, I'm hungry.
1: You fucking nailed it. Oh, thanks, man. You nailed it. I I almost thought <laughs> for a second. Dude, Chris ain't he, dead. He's, he's sitting I'm going hungry. Yeah. I'm going hungry. Eddie better too. He <laughs> fucking
0: nailed both of them.
1: <laughs> so, uh, I don't know if this will upset anyone. Or, well, the two people listening, I'm not going to get too in depth about his fucking life. Uh, but I will say, he was in and out of rehab a couple times. Uh, he battled depression, uh, starting when he was a fucking teenager. Uh, he went to Catholic school for a while, which his mom pulled him out of because he wasn't well liked in Catholic school because he had too many questions and they couldn't answer him. Smart guy. That's how yeah, Catholic well, that's just, school that's just Catholic. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, this just is how Catholic school is. Yeah. If you listen to the last podcast on the left, like I think yeah. two of them went to Catholic school and. Yeah they got fucking smacked sometimes yeah, because yeah, they yeah. asked too many questions. Yeah. You're yeah. They, the question. don't, yeah and you're not supposed to. And that's you don't why they're atheists you. now. Yeah. they <laughs> don't
1: have answers. Yeah. Uh, so not so long. I, I, he, you know, he dropped out of school. He almost never left the house. Um, when he, when he was 12 years old already uh, or 12 years old, uh, he already had uh, access to alcohol, marriage. Juana LSD, uh, mushrooms, and at num- t- fucking twelve at twelve, and what? numerous prescription drugs. By the Ooh. time he was thirteen, he used a lot of that daily. So, starting off strong, uh, yeah. So <laughs> you know, it's like, and and you know what, it, it's it's kind of like the typical story with some of these musicians, some of these actors and actresses. It, it seems, it almost seems like it's the typical story, you know um i i don't know you know someone like uh someone like chris cornell and since chester bennington um uh, i don't think they would have been what they were without all that depression without all that pain oh no you know, well, it's, then, it's almost, it's well, almost you have sad.
0: To, you have to realize that music sometimes is heavily inspired by how you feel. I yeah. mean, it's, so it's almost sad. Well, let's dial it back to the blues days. I mean, yeah. let's be real. Back in the day, I, I, I don't know where I heard it, but it's like for you to write about blues. I think it was in a documentary I listened to, the one where the guy was looking for the Robert Johnson stuff. Yeah. And I think of one of the black musicians was saying, you know, to really... To really make good blues, you gotta suffer.
1: You gotta suffer. You gotta have pain. Yeah, pain, and it's it's almost sad that uh, us we can sit there and enjoy this music, and uh, we interpret it how we want to interpret it. Yeah, you know, we hear a song and it makes us feel one way or. makes us think about something or some bitch or well, something that's
0: why and I, I'd like to talk about music in general for a second here yeah. instead of talking about Chris Cornell well, I mean like we'll, we'll involve him in it. I'm just saying like I'd like to just talk about music in general. That's why I think music has usually has an intended feeling. You know, you got you get you have lyrics and then you have the way the music's composed. And yes, that's both important stuff. And a lot of people just look at it separately like that. And a lot of people just want to hear music sound good or have lyric or also and or have lyrical genius. It's like one of the two. And it's like a lot of people seem to forget the aesthetic part of it and that music doesn't need to have these two things. Particularly in order, like lyrics and music, and or you know, like yeah, both yeah, yeah. of them. It's like uh, I like to, I'd like to reference uh, a kind of music that I listen to, and I'm sure I'm going to get made fun of for this. Uh, fucking, it's called vaporwave. <laughs> it's, 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 it's basically, literally, it, it's, it. They took early '80s to late '90s, like, um, like infomercial and like mall music, that weird, like, kind of. Like lo-fi, weird-sounding corporate sound, yeah, yeah. and then they put they slow it down and put like old '80s and '90s vocals slowed down over top of it, mixed in with maybe some jazz tunes. And and when you do this, it gives this weird, slowed-down, almost, um, willingful, uh, uh, will, will, willing, depressing sound. And, it, and it, even though it's got this this like upbeat, like mall mall fucking corporate pop sound but it's yeah, yeah. slowed down with these slow vocals it makes you feel slowed down and depressed and and and, and really it's just pre-made music all that's already pre-made music maybe with some extra shit added into it that they made themselves but most of it's all pre-made and in the aesthetic of it the aesthetic that was that that's in the music and how it makes you feel is 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 part of what makes it good and uh looking at There are some vaporwave fucking tracks that is literally almost just pretty much ambient music. That's all it is, really. But it gives it gives an implied feeling. It's what I when I talk about music, I call it implied feeling, and the implied feeling is what makes it sound good because of the implied feeling. And I feel like that applies to all music, all music. So I think that has to do with Chris Cornell and his music, and I think it has to it has to do with uh, Chester Bennington and his music as well. Looking at Chester Bennington and, and his music, it gave an implied feeling. Yeah. I mean, his is a little bit more direct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chester Bennington's is a little bit more direct, obviously. But uh, there's an implied feeling.
2: Yeah, I mean, on it's my personal opinion, but to me, Chester is like what Chris was to you. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's
1: totally different
2: age range. Well,
1: yeah, that's, yeah, the age gap. Yeah,
2: he's... I don't think my generation has anyone better than what he
1: was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, for me, for, for, for my teen years, and, uh, I, I lived through, I lived through the change. I call it the change from eighties to nineties, which was a big difference. I mean, oh Yeah. 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 It was a big massive difference.
0: shift in massive shift in theme. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 literally funny. went from one. It's thing funny because some
1: some people couldn't make the change. Yeah, in like '92, they were still listening to Poison. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's funny my my <laughs> age group I caught I caught the tail end of the 90s in yeah. in the post grunge phase. So I was listening to a lot of fucking Incubus, Breaking Benjamin, all those guys, yeah. the, the shitty post grunge stuff yeah. and like the that like Incubus with the fucking record scratches. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: nothing, nothing <laughs> n- you know nothing against those 80 bands. I listened to those 80s bands. But when when the 90s came around, it I, was different. Yeah. I, yeah. And you know, like I told, I think I said before on a podcast, one of the first songs I've seen was on Headbangers Ball. Ricky Rackman hosted Headbangers Ball and it was Alice in Chains and it scared the fuck out of me with the guy, his eyes oh, were yeah, so yeah, shut. Oh, yeah, 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 That scared the fuck out of me. But, I liked Man it. in the Box. Yeah, Man in the Box. Yeah. I liked it. But then, then I seen... Uh well I started to see different different things happening. Like Faith No More. Uh Jane's addiction was pretty normal when they first um You know Jane's addiction
0: it, for the time wasn't that heavy. You know? No, no,
1: no, it wasn't heavy. No, it was but, just it was but, different. But they aesthetically fit it, it was yeah. different. It wasn't girls, girls, girls. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't alcohol and pussy. Listen, yeah. and, I mean, and when, when I seen and I'll never forget the first time. And it took, me, it took me a little longer to embrace Nirvana. But when I finally did, uh, when I saw the video for Teen Spirit, because I had heard them before that. But when I seen them, uh, this is like the predictive programming that I'm afraid of, mm-hmm. uh, and I fell for it. But when I seen them, they were so different than what the 80s was. And I seen these guys, and I'm like, dude that's that's how I dress yeah yeah that's how I dress that's how I look yeah you know. I could be this guy there's
2: the big difference this guy is me between the 80s to the 90s you know the 80s all they were singing about was fucking fucking girls yeah doing drugs doing drugs driving fast and the occasional
0: love ballad you know know,
2: all (laughs) that shit that normal people out here didn't have yeah 90s came along grunge and all that shit it was a normal person's
1: yeah. music. Yeah,
0: kind of, and it and, addressed, and it addressed, it addressed address sadness and angst, no. oh, yeah. and and that's, it and again, that that brings it, me how back people to people were actually fucking feeling. Yeah. yeah, and that that brings me back to implied feeling about music. Yeah, that's that has to do with implied feeling. You when I, the, I if you guys know me, you know I fucking lo- fucking love '80s hair bands, and I love like really early black metal where they're like, ah, yeah, like, like it's Burn like the churches. Yeah yeah dude and I fucking love that shit, and you know i because it, it's it's not so well i mean black metal was kind of brooding, but it used the eighties yeah. hair band aesthetic um yeah. <clears throat> but you know I love steel panther and they're not from the eighties, but they have that in sound yeah you know i I actually really like guns N' roses, but they were nineties but regardless, they had that sound from the eighties yeah no, um, for 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 yeah. me
1: for me, guns N' roses was the start of yeah. the change, yeah because guns and appetite for destruction came out in i believe eighty six or eighty seven yeah Okay. And Def Leppard's Hysteria came out in 86 or 87. And, like, they were the two, well, two of the biggest albums of the year. Yeah. And Def Leppard kind of represented everything the 80s was yet. Yeah. And Guns N' Roses. I. What
2: everything was becoming.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Guns and Roses was like, whole shit. The middle shit. man. Right in the middle, This, basically. This is, okay, yeah. this is where we're going now. Yeah. And then after, for me, after Guns N' Roses, it was uh, fucking Faith No More. Yeah. Uh, Faith No More was like, oh my God, their album, The Real Thing, I think it was called. That was like, what the fuck is this? And then uh, Ritual D, De- Ritual D, De- Le- Ritual? Yeah. Uh, that was the first album I heard from Jane's Addiction. Yeah, um, and uh, and then it just it just went from yeah. there. And, and For me, it just went from there. The, and the fucking change musically, the change happened. Well, that's the thing about the eighties, like hair bands and
0: and the eight, like like putting aside like the pop eighties. I'm talking about rock '80s. Let's talk about yeah, rock yeah, '80s. Yeah. We'll put us on pop because pop '80s was also this, but th- there's a different, different subject for something else. I'm talking about specifically rock '80s. It was like, you know that one uh, Steel Panther song. It's a uh, the the fucking party party till like the world's gonna end or whatever.
1: It's like. Party till the end of the world. Yeah,
0: that's right. That's yeah. the one, oh, dude. dude yeah. so the '80s awesome. was that's probably one of my favorites. Yeah, but you know what that song encompasses? Pretty much the entirety of the fucking '80s. Yeah, yeah, you're that absolutely was the, right. It, the '80 that the entire '80s rock scene was fucking a rock an- was like a party anthem, dude. Yeah, the, you're the, absolutely and, right. And, but then into the '90s, the '90 '90s was like, I fucking hate my goddamn life. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's, like, I, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like these are the things I'm fucking angry about. I'm yeah. angry. I'm a fucking shitty teenager. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's like, I always make fun of a lot of 90s bands. Like, you know how I'll be like, I fucking hate my parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, but that's what it was. Yeah. It was like the the angst you had for being a fucking, like a little fucking bitchy teenager. But like, yeah. I mean, it applied to people at the time. Yep. So, and, and, and again, that all brings me back to implied, implied aesthetic, implied feeling. That 80s, 80s rock implied this like, Fuck yeah, you're awesome. You're a fuck you're a fucking partier, you're fucking great, man. And then the nineties was like, You're fucking angry. Yeah. You're fucking sad. And you know, maybe that plays into the whole thing that you were talking about. The whole uh what is it, the, the conspiracy, the uh Yeah,
1: well see the brainwashing. E- maybe it there, has to do with it. Even there, like it this is hard for me. I'm a hypocrite. Because I love music, I love a good song. Yeah. Uh but I can also see how it's force-fed and shoved down our throats. Yeah, Like uh, Seattle. Seattle was force-fed and shoved down our throats. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I su- I, I'm not going to lie. I sucked it up uh, because I enjoyed everything coming out. But I also understood at that age that this is, this is just how it is. This is, <sighs> this is David Geffen making money. Uh, he, found, he found a new toy. Yeah, and he's making money off of it so he can fuck little boys. Oh, uh, that's who's David Geffen. David Geffen is uh, Geffen Records. Uh, that's is he a pedophile? Geffen. Is he a pedophile? What's that? He a yeah, pedophile? Did my fucking mic cut out? No, no. Oh. Okay, I, it just must be my ears.
0: Is it? Is it a fucking pedophile? Uh, is he a pedophile? Is he a pedophile?
1: David Geffen? Yeah. Uh, there's fucking rumors, dude. Yeah there's rumors I don't know <coughs> but uh, it's it, they that listen that's that's their job okay back then I don't know how it is now because I don't even know if there's a record industry recording industry I don't even know how fucking dude I think my mic is cutting now no it's not you're, you're fine good. okay all right I'd hear maybe if I maybe it's your headset but your yeah maybe it's my headphones I don't fucking know but, uh, it's just like, uh, they, they, it, it sucks. It sucks for someone like Nirvana, Soundgarden, Alice and Janes. They had that new sound. They had a really cool the sound. The death punch sound. Uh, but all these, all these people, uh, that just want to keep filling their pockets, uh, they raped that sound. They did. They take advantage of that sound and... I'm
0: looking at you, Ford. They just Your your mic did cut out this time.
1: Yeah, I know. It's cutting the fuck out. I thought can you fucking hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. All right. We I,
0: It's I, not it's not cutting out. It's fading out.
1: Yeah, I was looking into a new board. I'm, I hopefully I'll get it next month cuz the fucking Patreon, we don't have one. Yeah. So, uh
0: we got we got to get on that. I mean, not that we'll have a ton of followers, but we got to get it. Yeah. On that.
1: So, if anyone wants to give me a 100 bucks, I can get a new soundboard yeah. just uh
0: Surprisingly, they're not expensive. So,
1: just let me know. Especially
0: the one that he was looking at. Only fucking what is? Was it, it seventy four dollars or whatever? Yeah. You, you cut yourself out there, buddy. Listen. Hello. Hello. Don't talk about fucking music. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah. Chris Cornell was interesting in that time because oh, he was part of the he was part of the the post transition. I mean, like he 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 never really made that 80s kind of rock sound unlike uh i who was it was it red hot chili peppers see it was red hot it was red hot chili peppers who fucking did that right
1: hot chili peppers
0: anyway yeah uh sorry we had to cut out for a second there uh yeah chili peppers i believe they in the 80s they made some pretty uh transitional music didn't they
1: yeah see that's uh like my deal with you're good you're fine yeah i know okay like the chili peppers the, chi- the Chili Peppers to me Are one of those examples where I believe they capitalized On what the early 90s brought Well, Because if you listen to the Chili Peppers In the 80s You could say Oh they fucking evolved No they didn't evolve Because the music they're making now Sounds more like that They sounded in the 80s So to me Someone like the Chili Peppers They capitalized On what the early 90s brought Okay, they switched up their sound to fit into a fucking format. Yeah. Probably because record producers and record companies... Wanted them to. Wanted to. Yeah. That's just like the band The Fucking Cranberries. Oh, yeah. They're another one of those bands. Dude, the last couple albums The Cranberries made, that's who The Cranberries were. Yeah. Their fucking first album, dude, that wasn't them. No. That wasn't them at all. And another perfect example is Song 2 by Blur. Song two, oh, by, yeah. song 2 by Blur is not Blur. No. That was to break into the American market yeah. and try to capitalize yeah. on coming out of that 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 crunch scene. Yeah. And another, uh, uh, another, another example, which you're probably not going to like and you're going to disagree... Is Radiohead's "Creep"? No, I agree creep. with that completely. No, because 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 yeah. because I, I talk about it all the time. You, you
0: dude, you're actually no, I talk about this all the time, and you and you never listen because you don't care about Radiohead like I do.
1: <laughs> I, I listen. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sometimes I don't. I don't. Well, uh, he. D- yeah,
0: no, I'm kidding. I yeah. don't
1: listen to your feelings. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, Jake doesn't really like Radiohead, but, but listen, if you talk to me about fucking listen, Radiohead? can I say
1: why I don't like Radiohead real quick? Well, you went to the concert, right? Yeah, I, listen, people, i seen Radiohead in concert one time, okay? And I couldn't stop watching Tom fucking York's head bobble back. <laughs> That's because <and> <laughs> Tom York's a fucking, <laughs> listen, he's a dweeb, listen, <laughs> he's a dweeb. Ruined, but it ruined the whole show for me. I was at the Tibetan Freedom Festival down in Washington, D.C. That's D. what ruined the
3: show for
2: you? These the
1: motherfuckers movie. had an hour. Radiohead had an hour on stage, and for an hour, I watched this guy's head bobble back and fucking that, He still does that. I don't that. even know he what he said.
0: That. He still does that.
1: He still does that. That's
0: what ruined the show
2: for you, isn't
1: That's it? That's what he, ruined he, Radiohead for you. Wasn't, wasn't
2: that the show where you watched the woman get struck by lightning?
1: No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, it was? was? <laughs> yeah, the bitch got hit with lightning. Oh, Okay. Well, anyway, she stunk too.
0: Anyway, well, the, the <laughs> thing here is the thing you got to realize this. This is why I don't like talking about music because we are so far off fucking. Yeah, we'll get back. Now. We'll get back to it, but I want to talk about Radiohead real quick because you brought up my favorite fucking band. <laughs> Radiohead is my favorite band. Okay, they're my favorite band. So let's talk about it. Tom York's a fucking dweeb, dude. He still does that. If you watch fucking concerts yeah, nowadays, if you watch his live shows <laughs> nowadays, yeah, and, and he and he dances. He goes like, <laughs> how the fucks he
2: play guitar he, he doesn't play
0: that? guitar. He doesn't play any instruments. Oh, he doesn't. No, he well, that's sing. how
2: much I know about Radiohead. He plays <laughs> but, the fucking
0: bobblehead, bro. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing about fucking okay, Tom York. If you talk to me about fucking Radiohead, <laughs> everything before okay, computer was shit. Everything before a- OK Computer was shit. Because that was them trying to sound like the 90s. Pablo Honey fucking sucked. It was just a big, big them trying to be on that grunge ink scene. That's what fucking Pablo Honey was. And then Benz was a little bit better, but it was still them trying to be... Fake plastic rubber bands. Fake plastic to guys. It's like they were trying to make their music sound dumb and sad for fucking people in the 90s. It wasn't until OK Computer when they started making like aesthetically good sounding songs. And that's the thing I like about fucking Radiohead is that when I, remember when I was talking about implied sound, like implied feeling, Radiohead is really good at implied feeling. Their music is very complicated to the point where it's almost hard to enjoy, but their implied feeling is good. Now, everything past OK Computer is them being Radiohead, and they're one of the first that started making their own kind of music. Because when was OK Computer? 98? Yeah, I
3: think
0: so. It was 98. They're one of the first who said, fuck the recording companies. We're making what we want now. So I got to give him credit for that because ever since OK computer they made whatever they wanted what they wanted to sound like and if you talk if you listen to Tom York talk about it he talks about how he, that's why he. If you if you hit, there's actually a picture of somebody handing him a a, a, a record of Pablo Honey, yeah. asking him to sign it, and he's looking at him yeah. like he, like they're a fucking dick bag. <laughs> he hates Pablo Honey and he hates the Benz. Well, he doesn't hate the Bens, but he, yeah. he he That's from a ta- time where he wasn't making music he wanted, and I think the prime time example of that of him making fun of that kind of music. I showed you the video, the the MTV uh oh, that was the terrible. pool the MTV, yeah. MTV Poolside one yeah, that where there's where dude. That's a fucking joke. Yeah. That was them making, taking the piss uh, out of it yeah. because because it was so stupid and they hated it. Yeah. So, I, I I'm sorry, what, I'm sorry, what, what, I'm sorry. Uh, I had to talk
1: about before it. <laughs> we, before we move, get back on topic here because yeah. we are way to fuck off. Yeah. Uh, One more band that I, I want to throw out there that you can tell they, Weezer. Uh, okay. Really? Now, I remember when Weezer released a blue album. Mm-hmm. Their guitars, they had that grungy sound. They, they, they came out and they, they tried to to jump right in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus Christ, Stone Temple Pilots too. Yeah, Stone Temple. Well, Pilots. Stone Temple
0: Pilots that the early they tried sounding like fucking yeah. Stone Temple, Pearl Temple Pilots Jam. too,
1: but Weezer. Uh, for me, if if you know Weezer's uh, catalog, uh, they did this album called Pinkerton. Uh, that nobody fucking liked. Mm-hmm. Nobody liked. Uh, I liked it because honestly, Pinkerton. I think that's who Weezer actually is. Yeah, everything else is it, it's okay. I like it, but it's it's just it's the sell. It's the sell records. As man. much as we
0: like the '90s, it's the sell records. To, to, uh, to, as a conclusion to all this shit, the uh, one thing that needs to be realized: as much as we like the '90s, I think it's important to realize that it was what killed music. It killed music. It killed the recording uh, industries. Do you it, think so? I think it's what started the well, killing of it. Well,
1: actually, uh, there is... Because uh, it wasn't people
0: choosing the sounds away. It was recording studios telling them, or for the most part, or them themselves choosing, this yeah. is how you capitalize. Yeah, and this no, is uh, this is what we have to do to make money.
1: Uh, not only that, two more... We got to get back on time. Two more points to that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, read, I read an interview from... Uh, Who the fuck was it? Uh, I can't remember if it was John LeComp. The band Evanescence.
0: Oh, Christ.
1: Yeah, they they had a song that had a rap in it, a little rap. Was that that? that Bring Bring Me to to Life? life. Bring Me to Life. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, that rap wasn't supposed to be in that song. Uh, yeah,
2: because yeah. she's re-released that song. Yeah. without it,
1: that rap wasn't supposed to be. The only reason that rap was in there is because, because that they was, were told. Well, because you had, this is what's hot. Well, because right you had now. shit
0: like Lincoln Park. Yes. Yeah, and they wanted they wanted to capitalize on that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, this like, is what's that, hot. That right that, right that now. late, really, I'm talking about really yeah. late '90s and early '2000s sound, where you had like Fort Minor and fucking yeah. like, yeah, and it, where the rap rock thing was really cool. Yes. Yeah.
1: So, uh, so these.
0: Limp biscuit. But yeah, Limp biscuit.
1: They're part of that. Oh, speaking of Limp biscuit, I'm pretty sure last episode we, we did didn't not. Mention we didn't mention so li- We mean, broke I our need, streak. I need to make sure we mention him. Man. Yeah, we, we the broke The addiction our, is broken. Yeah, we broke our streak, man. We didn't mention him. And I totally forget what the second point I was gonna fucking make. I'm sorry. Off of that, I, dude. I'm
0: sorry, guys. We can talk about music for fucking
1: hours. Evanescence. We could talk. We could literally yeah, talk about I, I've music lost and it, We could talk about music yeah, we forever. Turn
0: this
2: into a free episode.
1: No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. We're, we're getting one back more, on track one now. More, Yeah, one more thing before we get back on track. Uh, I say
0: let's make this episode a three-hour episode dude, because no one's
1: gonna listen for three hours. Most people probably only listen for. Well, five, I, ten I hate to break it to you, we're at 55 minutes. So. Jesus Christ. Well, okay. One more <laughs> thing. One more thing this goes to my conspiracy of predictive programming and they tell us what we're going to like and, and, and what we're going to listen to. Okay. Uh, and most people fall for it. Hook, line and sinker, mm-hmm. uh, blah, 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 uh, uh, Nickelback. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. Nickelback. Uh, uh, granted Chad Kroger, awesome songwriter. He knows how to write hits.
3: Yeah.
2: Whether the, or anybody guy, wants to admit it or the not. The guy
1: knows how to write hits. Yeah. Okay. i will give him credit there. Uh, do I like their music? Nee. They do a great live show. Yeah, I've seen them live. They do a great live show. But honestly, Nickelback wouldn't be Nickelback if their record label didn't pay off all the companies to play their fucking music. Uh, they were actually, you can Google it. They were caught. They were one of like fucking uh, almost 20 artists. They got caught up in like a Paola thing. I don't know if you know what payola is. Just look it up uh basically the record companies were paying were paying off radio stations promoters uh mtv mtv got caught up in it too they were basically getting paid to show nickelback nonstop, 24 7. Mm-hmm. that's why back in the day like every fucking every state you could fucking put on the radio switch stations and everyone's playing a nickelback song because they
2: especially rockstar yeah
1: yeah, they <laughs> drummed it into your head so bad. And that's the thing about the music industry. I had a guy, uh, oh my God, we are getting so far off. Okay, this dude from, uh, uh, okay, remember Wu-Tang Clan? I knew this guy, uh, he was Uncle Pete. Uh, he was on a couple Wu-Tang albums. He was uh, Old Dirty Bastard's uncle. And, uh, you know, he was in with the clan. So That uh, didn't sound right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. But Uncle Pete, Uncle Pete was a black guy. Of course, he's a black guy. Uncle Pete was a black guy. When I met him, he was in his early 60s. Uh, really cool dude. Really cool dude, man. One of the coolest, coolest fucking cats I ever fucking met.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, Uncle Pete was in and out of the music industry forever. Uh, and he pretty, told, pretty much told me how it worked. Uh, back in the day when I met him... All the boy bands were hot: in NSYNC, Backstreet Boys. That's when Britney Spears was coming up. Kristen Aguilera, yeah. Ricky Martin was fucking hot, mm-hmm. and you know their album their album sales were through the roof. Yeah, and it was mind boggling to people. But like Uncle Pete told me, he he said, he said, dude, he said that's how it's got to be. They're gonna sell that many albums because everyone's putting the fucking money into them. Mm-hmm as long as the money's being pushed into him, albums are gonna pop out the other side. That's how it works. And he was the first one that told me Ricky Martin was gay. And he told me that in the fucking, Jesus Christ, that was 1998 he told me that. Years before Ricky Martin came out and I couldn't believe it. I mean, Ricky Martin kinda looked gay, but Uncle Pete was like, no, he's fucking gay, man. He's like, I know guys that gotta hook him up with with guys. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. And he's like, no, real deal, man. He loves the dick, and I couldn't fucking believe it. Hmm. And then once Ricky Martin came out, I'm like, oh my god, Uncle Pete was fucking right about everything, man. Yeah. But anyway, we got to move the fuck on
0: here. Yeah. Well, let, let, let's get to the meat of it. Listen, I'm just telling you. Uh, a little side note. I I I suggest we bring this past two hours because we just spent an hour talking about music, right. which I think is important.
1: I think it's important. We'll, Listen, we'll see yeah yeah we'll see, we yeah, yeah, we'll see what yeah. happens. Okay, so okay, people. Stop the because we're back to Chris Cornell. Yeah. We okay. just wanted
0: to talk about his era of music. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And we just got way off track. Okay. So Chris. Okay. So Chris Cornell had a fucked up childhood. Okay. Depression. Blah, blah, blah. Drug use. Blah, blah, blah. And then he fucking sound garden. Blah, blah, blah. Then he fucking drugs there. You know, drugs were, you know, drugs were everywhere. in that music scene, drugs, alcohol. But anyway, who cares? He got married two times. In nineteen ninety, he married Suzanne Silver. Suzanne uh, Suzanne Silver was actually the manager of the band Allison Chains. Uh, they had one daughter. He divorced in two thousand four. It was a really shitty divorce, apparently. Uh, then he hooked up with, and I, I I tell you, I'm gonna fuck this last name up because that's just how the fuck it is. Because she's Greek. Her name oh, was. boy. Her name is Vicky. Well, her maiden name, Vicky Carrie Kari Carrie Whatever. Carrie Uranus. Carrie Uranus sounds good. They got <laughs> married in 2004. Uh she was a Greek chick. Uh, <laughs> she uh I, I guess she was American born, but she was based in Paris. Uh she's known as uh a a, a publicist. Mm-hmm. Uh if you Google her. Good luck. You ain't gonna find <laughs> shit on her. <laughs> yeah, good luck to
2: figuring out how fucking how to spell her name right? Yeah, and
1: you know what? Her her last name is K A R A Y I A N N I S. Carrier. Uh, I could not find and dude, I could not find anything on and I was even in the depths of fucking Reddit, dude. Fucking Reddit. And these people on Reddit didn't even know they don't know shit about this woman. Mm-hmm. No one knows shit about this woman. Mm-hmm. So he married this fucking bitch in 2004. Who did? Uh, Chris Cornell. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I, I
0: lost perspective for a second. Yeah. I entered an alternate universe. Uh,
1: so they got married in 2004. And uh, just a side note. Uh, in 2004. Yeah. When they got married. They got married in uh, Paris, of course. Um, which I'll tell you, all the shit I listened to and all the shit I watched, it was so weird. Seeing Chris Cornell go from this grunge thing Yeah To like eating fucking caviar <laughs> And yeah. dining with people And wearing yeah. suits And to me that was mind boggling Because he became the guy That I could no longer relate to Well he, he became more of a production person Than a, yeah. than a rock star so, uh, so when he got married He got married over there in Paris uh, It's funny He was with his bandmates forever mm-hmm. You know like especially Kim Thao, he was with that guy forever. Uh, Eddie Vedder, yeah. great friends with Eddie. But when he got married, his best man was this guy, Jeff Quantitz. Adolf Qu- Hitler, coincidence? Quantinets, Quantinets, <laughs> Jeff Quantinets. Uh, this guy Jeff was dude. He was a talent manager. He was Chris Cornell's talent manager. Matter of fact, he's a multimillionaire. He had this company called The Firm. Mm-hmm. That was a talented agency. The firm. I yeah. don't like
0: that. That sounds evil. Yeah. yeah.
1: And the guy represented everyone from, dude, anyone who was anything in the music industry. um, Fucking actors. Right now, he's got a partnership with Ice Cube. It's called Cube Vision.
0: <laughs> that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. That yeah. is actually the dumbest thing I've ever heard in dude. my life. Ice Cube, please pull out of that immediately. Yeah. <laughs> but at uh, least
1: change the name. So, so that was his best man, and his best man at the time this Jeff Quantz or whatever his fucking name is. He was actually engaged to this chick, uh, Brittany Murphy. She came to the wedding. Uh, yeah, then she died um,
2: of weird circumstances. Yeah, and
1: then she actually married this guy, so uh, Simon Moonjack or Moonjack. Mm-hmm. Did,
2: didn't he die long? Ago? He died
1: a year later of the same shit, dude. Same fucking shit. That's a fucking episode. Why it, did they so.
0: want them dead? If if there was if there's an implication here, what's
1: that? Uh, what would be
0: the point? I, I can't think about it right now. I've already drank too much. But yeah, yeah. I'm oh, yeah. I, listen. That's right. You I, I, did fill
1: up your drink pretty I, high. Listen, That's I'm not favorite. speculating anything on that. But
0: know there's some weird shit about them. Yeah.
1: But I'm just saying, right there's two fucking dead people. in Cornell's life already. Besides the fucking Andy, whatever. I don't fucking know what I'm saying. Okay, so in 2012. Uh, Chris and Vicki Cornell uh, started the Chris and Vicky Cornell Foundation, which helped homeless, poor, abused, or neglected children. Yeah. Uh, and that's the
0: Cornell Foundation?
1: The Cornell yeah. Foundation. Yeah. yeah. Now, like I told you last night at work. Yeah. I don't know if I want to get into this yet, but I'll just say it.
0: Well, we'll just state it, and we'll talk more about it later.
1: Like when you hear people right now talk... Well, not so much anymore, but when Chris Cornell died, it's all these conspiracies, ah oh, he was killed because of the Chris Cornell Foundation and, you know, tra- trafficking children, this and that shit, blah, blah, blah. You know what? If you really go online and you look at the Cornell Foundation, yeah, uh, they were a non-prof. Mm-hmm. So, the good thing about a non-prof in the U.S. is you can go get their tax records. Yeah, And... The Chris Cornell Foundation did not take a lot of money in. They did not put a lot of money out.
0: They put less money out than they took in. Yeah. Like the like one, a lot less. Like,
1: like the one year, for instance, I forget what year it was, they took in like $250,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. They only gave out 16000 Yeah. You know, so it, to me it seems like every other foundation out there
0: it's just you know. a front yeah. for something yeah. else. People,
1: if you want to donate money, you want to donate money to a fucking cancer patient. Yo, go to the hospital, meet the cancer patient, and fucking donate to that fucking patient. Yeah, because other than that, I I I tell you, I'm of the belief these people do not get the fucking money. Red Cross, yeah. they do not hand out the money.
0: Most uh, donation uh, like charity services, like for example, a lot of those ones where like where if you give us.
1: A dollar a month
0: will send money to an African kid. Yeah, who has they to, give him a nickel who has to drink the dirty water, yeah. and it's like, not really. I don't think they really take. I think it's I've been proven like a lot of those like animal like shelter ones yeah. or whatever. Like they end up keeping most of the money. Dude,
1: donation. My belief is don. Most donations are a fucking money racket, and yeah. it's sad. It's really sad, and I I hate to put that on Chris Cornell, but. Uh the Cornell Foundation, yo, I looked at three years of fucking tax papers on you guys, and you weren't giving out any fucking money, dude. You were giving out pennies, pennies and yeah, and there's plenty and there's on the dollar. and there's
0: plenty of neglected children that need money yeah.
1: now I'm so. not saying that's Chris Cornell's fault
0: no, it's the foundation's fault, but it's the foundation's fault yeah it, you know there's plenty of kids who need that fucking money. Yeah, it's it, not like you yeah. guys couldn't find people to give yeah. the money to
1: I so. don't understand. If, listen, if, if, if I take in $250,000, I'm not just going to give $16,000. That's just.
0: Well, if you're a charity service, if you're uh, supposed to be a charity service or a foundation in which you're supposed to give to charities, I'd like to assume you're supposed to give out most of that money and maybe what keep some of it to pay staff. Yeah. Like just enough to pay staff. Yeah. And it's like.
1: But now there, and there was the thing that, um. uh, Chris Corden now was going to make a doc- documentary. I believe that is true. Uh, it, it's so hard to find information on this shit. At least it was for me. Uh, he was going to make a documentary on uh, trafficked children. Speaking of trafficked children,
0: real quick, when is Ashton Kutcher going to be assassinated?
1: Wow. <laughs> uh, another funny thing is... Uh, Brittany Murphy, Brittany Murphy dated Ashton Kutcher for a while. Well,
0: right? I, I just saying, um, I mean, like Ashton Kutcher has been, he's still cracking down on the whole trafficking, human trafficking. Thing.
1: Yeah. I don't know what he's fucking
0: doing. Uh, my I, I qu- my question is, is like, when, when does he dig too deep and then they have to shut him up?
1: I don't know. <laughs> for me, I think that whole Ashton Kutcher thing, something was weird about that. I'm sorry. John McCain was behind it. Yeah. Can I get some fucking ice, man?
0: Can I also have some ice? John McCain was involved in that. So
1: really Rocky get that.
0: Well, we'll talk about that some other time. That's, that's a
1: story in and of itself. So, so that's that. And I know I'm rushing through this shit because there's 20 million other things I want to talk about. Uh, so I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, and if we keep talking about music, we're going to get so fucking off. We could
0: talk about music for like hours straight forever. Uh, okay, so... Well, it's good we got it out the way, so... Yeah. The music part is done, guys, okay? We're past the music part, we're on to the conspiracy part.
1: So, around, uh... Okay, it was May 18th, 2017. Uh, Around 12.15 a.m., Chris Cornell's body was found unconscious by his bodyguard in the bathroom of his hotel at the MGM Grand in Detroit.
0: Yeah, this is what I'm reading now. Yeah,
1: it was uh, right after a performance uh, at a show with Soundgarden at the Fox Theater on May 17th. Uh, They found him laying on the floor with an exercise band around his neck and blood in his mouth. Okay. Uh, MGM medic and EMS personnel were unable to... This is when
0: he was dead. Yeah. Okay.
1: They were unable to revive Cornell... He was pronounced dead at 1.30 a.m. Police ruled out a homicide by reviewing a hotel surveillance video. That showed nobody entering or exiting the suite after his bodyguard left around 11.35 p.m. Okay. The cause of death was determined to be suicide by hanging. Uh, footage of his final concert was posted on YouTube. Uh, and yeah, I ain't seen that. Uh, they, they said at the concert he kind of, at the concert when he did the concert, they said he kind of looked out of. Uh, you know, he wasn't there. He wasn't himself. He was kind of. Wasn't he on? Was he on?
2: I've seen it, and he doesn't look right.
0: What 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 what, what was he taking for his? Uh, it was cig- like the cigarette quitting stuff, right?
1: Okay, so yeah. uh, on June second, t- uh, two thousand seventeen. Uh, the autopsy and toxology report was released. Uh, the coroner confirmed that the manner of death was suicide by hanging, <coughs> adding all injuries were consistent with hanging, partially suspended by resistance yeah. exercise <laughs> band.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And they also said that the drugs did not contribute to the cause of his death.
3: Yeah.
1: Only prescription medications... In therapeutic doses, were found in this system. The sedative, <laughs> butabittal, butabital, butabittal. Is, is, is
0: it in here? Is it in this report?
1: Yeah, it's, it's close to the bottom. It's 5.4 MCG milliliters. But, butabital, commonly prescribed for the treatment of headache. Uh, four doses of. The, um, I'm trying to find it. Four doses of the anxiety medication lorazepam. Is also, that the fucked up one, or yeah, that's the
0: fucked up? That's one. That's the fuck. It's also yeah. known
1: as Ativan.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh the decongestant. Something. I think he's got something different. Yeah, he might. He might. I don't. I don't yeah. see yeah.
0: it.
1: Yeah, something. Something. He was taking a decongestant.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, it, that's not what caused the, what what we're theorizing caused the death. It might have been the anti-anxiety stuff, um, that weird yeah. one. Uh, because because who was was it also was it Chester Bennington that took that as well?
1: I I, I don't know.
0: It, like, there's a, a whole bunch of people who have committed suicide, but we're also on that. I, talk.
1: I have his thirty-page uh, Chester Bennington's <laughs> thirty-page original autopsy report. I yeah. got that. So if anyone knows how to read it, let me know. I'll fucking send it to you. Hey,
0: uh, by the um, way, uh, side note. Uh guys, I've been drinking absinthe lately, and uh, <laughs> and and uh, heavy whiskeys, and I'm drinking this crack, and I remember drinking it straight up, and I remember being like whoo, and I'm drinking it right yeah, it now, probably goes and, down like and now it tastes like fucking candy.
2: absinthe.
1: <laughs> okay, so so basically, the pills that were found in his body were no big deal. That's to sum up the fucking thing. Okay. All, all the, the the narcotics in his body were either prescribed or do you
0: agree with that do you think the what is it the lorazepam do you think that had anything to do with it well they say the shit's bad I don't know yeah so i it, well wasn't I he know. also on that stuff that you said that uh, your one x one time was taking and it made her fucking crazy like that for that short time that quit anti- smoking. the no, quit that, smoking? no
1: that that was um chantex chantex yeah, uh, I made that bitch fucking crazy. Okay. <laughs> she threw a fucking butter knife at me. <laughs> she
0: was fucking. Well, nuts. It, it wasn't. Didn't wasn't Chris Cornell taking that or whatever? It's not listed on. Oh, here, okay, dude. okay, I, I, I was wrong. And uh, I thought somebody else who killed themselves at around the same time as Chris Cornell was taking Shantax. I thought somebody I, I somebody else know. did. I remember that being on the list, and you were telling me how that shit makes you fucking insane.
1: Yeah, it makes you crazy. But one of the telltale factors is here: no pills were found in coor- in his stomach. No pills were found in his stomach, so that means he didn't take it abundantly. So it might have been. We learned that from Marilyn Monroe. Our our episode so of Marilyn Monroe. So that means one of
0: two things. That either means uh he was fucking murdered, or it means that he <laughs> or it means that because he wasn't taking his like anti anxiety, yeah. he might have fucking killed
1: himself. So yeah. Well, yeah, yeah okay so so that's that uh but i got i got another thing here it's the copy i gave you guys uh, i'm i'm high tech now because i learned to fucking print from my phone bluetooth so yeah so
0: bluetooth side. when i do
1: episodes you guys are probably gonna get copies like this that's it fine. just it helps out man mm-hmm. that way you can see what i'm fucking looking at yeah in You know, and then we put these in a box, and I use it to start fires later on. But anyway.
0: Hell yeah. Uh,
1: So on July 7th, 2017, uh, the Detroit Police Department released a full police report uh, and photographs, which I sent you guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thanks to TMZ. I can't believe they get shit like that and release it. I, I don't know if I agree with that or, you know.
0: TMZ's always been kind of iffy. Yeah, I, I don't really like the reporting.
1: Yeah, it's I don't know. It just seems kind of weird. I know it's something we it, it, we're, we want to talk about. And we want, it, and it's nice that we got doing the, like a little. And it's nice that we get the
0: information. But it's it's it's, it's also the same kind of journalism it's that I scary. fucking yeah, think is it's shit. Like, it's the same it's journalism like that shit. that has utterly it's, destroyed. Yeah. the it's information. It's like when agent. I
1: first looked at those pictures, I was like, "Dude, yeah. am I really looking at these? Should I be looking at these?" But then I thought, "Well, we're." I want to know we're trying to you know talk about it, so it, it's whatever. a
0: double edged sword yeah
1: okay <laughs> inside see this is the part i don't this is the part I don't understand, and if you go on YouTube, you can actually hear uh the nine one one call, you can hear all that shit, dude, they contradict like there's a lot of contradictions
3: mm-hmm.
1: okay, um. <clears throat> And I have here uh, part of the statement from his bodyguard, uh, Martin, Martin Kirsten. Yeah. That was Cornell's bodyguard. <clears throat> Kirsten, an assigned affidavit, <clears throat> he said he was in the singer's ho- hotel room at 11.30 p.m. to help with his computer. Yeah,
0: which, I'm reading that Which now.
1: was not working at the time. Yeah. It also says that Cornell's, Cornell's wife, Vicki, talked to her husband at 11.35. hmm And she was alarmed by what she heard. She phoned the bodyguard to ask him to check <clears throat> on her husband because he didn't sound like he was okay. Okay. <clears> okay. <throat> uh, uh, yeah. A call from Cornell's wife at 12.15 a.m. Prompted his bodyguard to go to... Uh, well,
0: Cornell, during the, the, the... I think it's worth saying that during the phone call, Cornell kept telling his wife, I'm just tired. He, he, he yeah, didn't yeah, just yeah, say yeah. it once, he kept saying Yeah, okay. So he must have sounded really uh, suicide Yeah.
1: Okay, so so now the bodyguard's on his way to uh, Cornell's yeah. digs there. Check, see if he was all right. Uh, Kirsten told police that he was in his room watching TV when he received a phone call from Vicky. Mm-hmm. She sounded angry because Cornell was not responding to his phone. She told me to go to the room and check on Chris. I came to the room and was able to get in because of the interior latch.
0: Like a latch lock?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He was
2: or wasn't able to get
1: in? He wasn't because he had a key card. But there was a latch lock. But there was a latch lock. Uh so he called the front desk at a hotel and he asked for security to come open the door. They refused saying it wasn't his room. Uh, but this guy told them he was, uh, my employer and I had a key. Yeah. Come help me out. Yeah. Uh, Kirsten told police that he went to Cornell's room at 1215, but could not access the locked room. He then had a telephone conversation with Vicki Cornell. Uh, I told Vicky they wouldn't, let, they wouldn't come open the door, and she told me to kick it open. And he, then he did. He said, I did. Upon entry, he found the bedroom door locked. He called the hotel operator again and told, told her that they needed security to come open the door. Once again, they refused. Okay. And I told them that I'm going to damage the hotel room. Uh, they need to send security. Call 911. Call an ambulance. He said he kicked the door six to seven times before it somehow popped open. I went inside, and the bathroom, the bathroom door was partially opened, and I could see his feet. Yeah. Kirsten told police an assigned statement. Kirsten said that Vicky was on the phone with him the whole time, asking for updates. She told me that she called the front desk. And they hung up on her. It was a female. Mm -hmm. She called back a couple minutes later. A male answered. Saying that it was the first time he heard about this incident. Kirsten said in his statement that he loosened the band around Cornell's neck. Then tried to resuscitate him by compressing his chest. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Medical personnel arrived at 1256 a.m. And tried to resuscitate Cornell to no success. Cornell was pronounced dead at 1.30 a.m., an hour and 15 minutes after his bodyguard was first contacted by Cornell's wife. It is unknown how long it took the bodyguard to gain entry to the hotel room and find Cornell. Okay. Okay, according to police, there were no gaps. Investig- investigators looked at the length of the phone call uh, Cornell's wife, the calls, blah, 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 blah. So that's that.
0: Timeline was accurate. So,
1: yeah, they, that, that's they,
0: weird. Uh, what I don't like about this is that the hotel uh, staff, I don't know if this was on purpose or not, but it seems like the hotel staff really, uh... They dropped the ball. They kind of, kind of got Cornell killed
1: a little bit. Yeah, they dropped the because ball. Because if they
0: just gave the motherfucker a key, he probably could have got Cornell before he killed himself. Wow. That's rough. That's real okay, rough. Uh,
1: but one of the things, I I I don't have a copy of the coroner's report. You can find the report, uh, the coroner's report online. Uh, the coronary report said, uh, he hung. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry about that. He hung himself. Okay. How he hung himself was from the top of his door, correct? Okay. What 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 they, yeah, what they do is, um. Okay. You run a fucking, okay, from the door handle on one side of the door, you put, you put a rope or whatever you got, yeah, from one side of the fucking door, yeah from one door handle, you run it over the top of the door. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I was going to okay. say that's how he did it.
1: Yeah. And you start to, and you close the door and then you hang yourself from the other side. Yeah. And the coroner's report, and actually in some of the fucking, uh, the 911 calls, um, it says he was still in an upright position. What do you mean? Uh, That he was hanging, like he was still hanging. Now look at the pictures I I sent you guys. That he was hanging. He was hanging from that exercising band.
2: How does that make any sense when his bodyguard supposedly had already loosened it? Loosened it. Also,
1: wait a minute. Hold on. His bodyguard loosened it. Okay, so he's still now. Look at those pictures. You look at those pictures. Yeah. The the coroner also said there was. Or the police report said there was blood in his mouth.
0: Yes, there's blood all over the door.
1: Or, okay. Yeah. Look at those pictures. There's blood all over the wall.
0: Yeah. And it's all over the floor. It's spread and, on the floor. It's
1: and, Now, Now listen, and, From spread on the floor may be from people moving his body around, the paramedics trying to save him. So you save said him.
0: they found him in an upright position?
1: Yes. The, the, the police did. Ye, that was in the coroner's report. That he was he was in another But the
0: bodyguard unhinged him.
1: The bodyguard unhinged. And the bodyguard didn't say that he was hanging yet or that he was sitting. The bodyguard said when he walked into the room, feet. he seen his feet. That means he was laying the fuck down. He was already laying down. Or at
0: least sitting down where his and feet was a hanging things, out a the things. door, right?
1: He hung himself from the inside of the door. Yeah. Inside of the bathroom, look at those pictures. The bathroom door opens up inwards, so he would have had to have been on the back side of the door.
0: Yes, that's what I'm saying. He, so, he, how he, was his
1: feet hanging o- out the fucking the only, door? The
0: only thing I could and imagine now, 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 I'm not saying that's impossible. I'm just saying it's possible that he could have been hanging in his feet, like if he was like, le- like in a weird position, his feet could have been hanging out, but that is a very unlikely pose. And, uh, I'm not saying, but it's unlike some other things that we hear where I say it's literally impossible for no. that to happen. I'm saying it's possible for it to be that way. But what's weird is the blood. If that's the case, wouldn't the blood... Because then the blood would have come out of his mouth. I don't know how it would have It would have looked a lot different from what yeah. it looks like. It looks like he... Because this is on the floor right here. You see yeah. You see where the concentration of the puddle is? Yeah. That would imply that it was pouring out of his mouth. Yeah. Pouring out of his mouth and then leaking. Now... And one more thing. That doesn't look like blood splatter across the ground of him like hanging. And then his body like in a contorted pose. And, no, and it
1: splattered up the wall. Too. Yeah. So that's not. And one more thing. Look at that thing that he used to hang himself.
0: uh, The exercise bandits. Those are really stretchy. Yeah.
1: And there's a handle. Yeah. There's a handle. So you're saying. So that guy sat there the whole time pulling on that fucking handle. Because you'd have to look at that the way it's looped. It's not a noose.
0: No, he just has it wrapped around. He just has it wrapped around itself. He—it's not a noose. He just has it wrapped around itself, and then he—you would have to pull he, it. Well, not, Dude, you not—you wouldn't have had to pull it per per se. You would have had to put pressure on it yourself, though. Yes, yeah. You would and, have to kill you would, yourself and, from self asphyxiation Yeah, and you. You, do you know you, how brutal that and, is. You would and, have had to pull it yourself.
2: I don't. I don't care how bad you want to kill yourself. Your body's not going to let that.
0: No. Let it happened. It's and not And well, well not no. even if your even natural if,
1: reaction is going to be to let
0: that and, go. well, not and, necessarily. And you you can you can voluntarily kill yourself, but the problem is is that it, with the, the problem is not in the
2: not in the way that you have to literally well, hold I mean, the though. fucking rope to choke No, you yeah. No, 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 no. Death. That that's it's not That's
0: the, No, I'm saying that's actually a possibility. But that's not the thing here. The thing is that he would have lost consciousness before he fucking. Before her. he that's died. Why, that's what I'm saying. Before uh, he died. You can voluntarily make yourself
1: yeah. unconscious. People drown see, themselves see, all the time. When, oh, when so. people think about hanging, okay, they think about hang, people hanging from a tree, hanging from gallows, shit like that. Nine times out of ten, when you do a hanging right, you don't die of self-asphyxiation. You die you from, you from a die, broken neck. You die from a broken from neck. neck. Yeah. There's and no way to break your neck. No,
0: and there's not. And there's like no, and, and, no because you don't have enough. You don't have and enough inertia. You don't have your weight behind it. You, you have
2: another, to strangle
1: yourself. Yes.
2: An- another thing that's weird to me here is, if we look past all of that, how do you fucking? I don't know how tall Chris was. He was a tall motherfucker. I'm assuming he was more than fucking. He was. He was six foot something. I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm assuming he's more than fucking yeah. three feet tall. Dude, these fucking pictures—they're not pulling on this fucking thing. Yeah. And it's already
0: halfway, halfway down, down the, the door. Fucking yeah. door. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the, th- well, that's what I wanted to say. You can voluntarily make yourself unconscious. Whether you die after that is, is, is up in the air. That's up to what, up to what happens. Yeah. Like people drown themselves in bathtubs. Okay, it happens. Now, the thing is, is that the problem with doing something like that is that he would have lost consciousness, and yeah. he would have he would and then have lost the band
2: would have came off. And yeah,
1: because yeah, he would have had to hold that yeah. fucking hand.
0: And, 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 and I don't see any in, improvised devices, and which is, that's, that's very weird. Unless it was a perfect storm of him, like, hanging his hand through it, and then, like, when he lost consciousness, yeah. and that would have... And that's really different. I mean,
2: even if... Even if he had somehow... Figured out a way to rig a noose with that handle. I still just don't understand how you hang yourself from fucking just how that. It, it's not even stretched at that point. If, after, no. it, if he would have put that around his neck, he said he's six, whatever. And then he sat down, it would have just stretched down the door. It would have felt uncomfortable, but I doubt it would have been choking him to death.
1: Yeah, no. it just
0: doesn't. It and if they found him sitting up especially, no. Nah. It doesn't make sense to If me. he was laying down, maybe. I don't know. But then it,
1: it... It doesn't make sense to me.
0: But then my problem is is that you don't... believe. Then yeah, again, I could be nuts and he fucking did it. I that's don't know. the only
2: way I, I I could see it is from these looks, looks of these pictures is... If he had laid all the way to fuck down yeah, maybe it that's the, that's what I'm saying it far that's what enough I'm saying so that joking. means that
0: somebody's report is right and somebody's report is wrong, yeah, so that means that in, in, in if he re- basically if you support Kirsten's claim, that means that you support the idea that he killed himself. if you support the fucking coroner's claim, then well, then you're implying that he didn't fucking kill himself and what what wears me out is that he didn't cut himself or anything, did he no why is there blood? You don't fucking bleed when you when you hang yourself?
1: No. Uh they they actually had a reason for that. I didn't I didn't dive into it. Okay. That's my fault. I I should have. But that's a lot because of Because that's what I'm supposed to do.
0: That's a good that's
1: a decent amount of blood. But dude, that's a lot of fucking blood, dude. For somebody who hangs himself. That's a lot of fucking blood. Did he bang his head? And you know, for people out there, I, I know it seems kind of morbid and whatever. But if you want to look into it, you're going to have to look at these pictures. I mean, he, he, you um,
2: devil's advocate. If he did it the way we're saying he would have had to, and then he passed out, then yeah, he could have smacked his
0: head. Well, that's what before. I'm saying. Like, the only other thing I can think yeah. of is, but they said the blood was coming out of his mouth. Yeah. That's so, so what the fuck?
1: Yeah, I don't, see, I, I don't get it. Did I don't he, did he like it?
0: accidentally bite his tongue? I, I don't know. Uh, but, but the thing is, is that I can, I, again, you can easily fucking knock yourself unconscious, but if he was happened to be sitting up, he would have had to fall down. He would have had to fall down completely. Yeah. He would have had to fall down completely for him to be, for it to be suicide. And, oh dude, he would have had, yeah, there's no, he would have yeah. had, if he was sitting up like the coroner suggested, then that wouldn't have made sense. It would have only stretched a couple more, maybe what, like one more foot or so? Yeah, something like it, that. That's not, that wouldn't have worked out. So, uh,
1: so, okay. So, th- so that's Chris Cornell. Maybe I'll experiment
0: when I get home. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs>
1: Okay, so that's you know, Chris not. Cornell. And this is where this is where the Chester story is gonna where I'm gonna gyp Chester because there's other things I want to talk about. Okay, so we know Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park. Uh he was really good friends with Chris Cornell. He's actually the godfather of Chris Cornell's son. Uh they had a really, really tight knit relationship. Um so Chris Cornell died, I don't know, what the fuck date did I say? I don't know. But it was a month later, on uh, uh, Chris Cornell's birthday. Chester Bennington celebrated Chris Cornell's birthday, July 20th, uh, 2017, by fucking hanging himself. Um, Yeah. You know, um... I don't have that a lot of information maybe. on Chester cuz like I said I want to talk about other stuff. Yeah. But we just know from listening. Maybe listen- we can talk
0: about Chester on his own. Yeah,
1: but we just know from listening to yeah, Chester's Yeah, let's just music- let's just
0: make this a Chris Cornell episode and we'll yeah. talk about Chester at some point.
1: But well no, it's it's going to go way beyond Chris Cornell, dude. Uh, okay. Cuz I got another paper for both of you.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, we know from Chester's music the guy was dealing with a lot of pain. Um uh, he said in multiple interviews that he was molested as a child. Yeah. Cornell did. No, no. Chester Oh, Chester. Had, oh yeah, yeah, Chester we're did. On yeah, Chester Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. So we know Chester's fucked up. Okay. And I really don't even think I want to get into the John Podesta. Chester's uh, thing. But listen, well, listen. That's,
0: that's, more of a, that's more of a fucking Hail Mary of a fucking conspiracy. Yeah,
1: but listen, I will say this about the Chester-John Podesta thing. Uh, photos have been... Uh, Analyzed by a professional I forget who it was Uh, With all the points And facial recognition As to uh, Genealogy Chester's pitcher And John Podesta's pitcher Nailed a 75% accuracy Yeah I know about that But We all got doppelgaggers Supposedly Yeah But 75% it nailed On that uh,
2: Chester got this shit yeah. the shit. Yeah, that's the that's a that's
1: a huge stretch. Uh, and I remember
0: this. Everyone moment.
1: wanted to tie uh, Lincoln Park or Chester to the Clintons because we all like to think the Clintons just fucking go around killing everybody. Well, I mean, they got uh, a lot they of. Do. People. They do. They got a lot of. They
0: got a lot of people on their hit list. But
1: uh, the only thing I will say to that is. Uh, You can find news articles and pictures where Lincoln Park actually met uh, Bill Clinton. Uh, And the connection there that everyone talks about is after the earthquake in Haiti, Lincoln Park started this thing down there to help clean up uh, and help people out down there. They started a huge uh, recycling facility. Yeah. They did
2: a big benefit concert, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: they did a big benefit concert and everything. Well, that motherfucker was about to close up. And they met Bill, supposedly met Bill Clinton one time at a dinner. There's pictures to prove it. Uh, and then all of a sudden, the Clinton Foundation injected Lincoln Park with hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars to keep this facility going Bill Clinton himself actually went to this facility uh, okay Uh, to uh, check it out to check it out and everything Bill Clinton himself went to the facility checked it out and everything and listen if you know anything about the Clinton Foundation it's not just because I hate the Clintons but if you know anything about the Clinton Foundation, anybody of anyone who got anything from the Clinton Foundation that involved Haiti were good friends, yeah. relatives, and people who just raped the hell out of Haiti. Yeah,
0: yeah. the Haiti was a fucking was a botch job. It was. F- fucked up. Haiti, and let me tell Haiti you Haiti
1: was a bullshit job And you don't meet place.
0: somebody at dinner once and say, well I don't need you why don't you give my fucking facility a a hundred million dollars.
2: I mean it definitely wasn't because he built like their fucking music or anything like that. Well he
0: could have I don't care about that. Bill but you don't it you like don't like just meet you man. don't you don't you don't just fucking meet someone at dinner once and be like, you know what, I think I'm gonna invest in you. You kinda gotta meet them, uh, you know, maybe see their business, uh, understand who they are a little bit better. It's just like, you can't just you can't just fucking, you don't just meet someone at dinner yes. and give them hundreds of millions of dollars. and, and That if, was fucking dude, preordained. Dude, that was
1: preordained. Listen, and if you look at all the people that got money from the Clinton Foundation to do anything but Haiti, I shit you not, check it out. They were either related or they were good friends.
0: Or they had something to gain out of it. Something and like that. And not
1: many people know there was actually a woman who got arrested to, directly involved with the Clinton Foundation. She got arrested trying to take multiple children out of Haiti. Yeah. To transport them back to the United States. Yeah. And these were children that they said were orphans. Yeah. And a lot of these kids, yo, they weren't fucking orphans, dude. Yeah. They were just picked off the fucking street.
0: And you know what? And if you want to talk about something more surface level, then let's talk about something more surface level. Let's talk about how the Clinton Foundation and uh, the Clintons were supposed to go there. They had a budget and they had a certain amount of houses to build. They actually contracted a fucking company and they were supposed to build a certain amount of houses. They Perfect. built a fraction of yeah. those amount of houses. And then where did the rest of the money go? No, they just hell. pulled out. Of, they pulled out of fucking Haiti. And, and, hell, I think they built a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of them. And, no, they, listen, they literally built like 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 one tenth of the fucking houses. It listen,
1: is, you you can just think you can just think this is right right wing propaganda, but all you have to do the stats are there. All you have to do is read articles directly out yeah, of Haiti. You can't read our fucking news. You got to read articles directly out of Haiti. The Haitians. Hate the Clintons, Haitians. Haitians see the Clintons as global rapists that came in and fucking raped them. They, the Clintons, promised this, they promised that, and all they did was come in and rape. Yeah, what, what, what did they kill,
0: Clinton said? They built like they built a fraction of the houses, and yes. what they do?
1: Build one big hotel. They build a big yeah, hotel. Yeah, I, they did nothing and and we were just talking about before
0: yeah, and, and, and they gave, and listen they, and all you
1: have to do is look at the Clinton yeah. Foundation's yeah. tax returns just like I looked at the Chris and Vicky Cornell tax returns Yeah, they gave nothing to yeah. these Haitians. And, 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 Haitians so why that's why conspiracy people are like so why why did the Clintons give millions of dollars to some fucking band Lincoln Park that are doing something out of goodwill yeah that why are are doing they, something that, so, and so that's why, why where, where people say from? that was John Podesta's doing because he knew that was his fucking kid now I'm not saying that was his kid. I don't know if that was his it's just kid. the implication of the conspiracy it's it's the implicate yeah uh, perfectly uh, implication of conspiracy uh I, I don't know that for a fact and I'm not saying it's a fact, but dude there's just how many coincis- coincidences can there be?
2: and and you know I got I gotta say no matter you believe us or not we do our best that no matter what our opinions are on the on the topic is we do our research and all this shit well
1: no, we try to well,
2: all the shit about the fucking Clinton Foundation Haiti and all that it, it don't make no sense but it's it's None there it. it's fucking there they have their own fucking records of what they did. It don't make no sense that you'd make your own records of fucking people over, but it's there. Yeah. You just got to go fucking look for it.
3: Yeah.
1: You can't, you can't listen to this mainstream media. You got to. Dude, all the information is there. But it's. listen, I'm not going to lie. It's a pain in the ass to find it.
0: Cause it, it's it's hidden. a pain in just
1: like just like this.
0: I don't think it's a pain in the ass. I just think people don't want to fucking look for it. it just it's, like it's, this, It's Listen. A lot of work to
2: find it, but it it's there. It's it's never made any sense to me why if you're gonna fuck people over like they do, why you just don't fake your fucking records? But it's
0: yeah. there. Yeah, right. Because people are too. Because people. This is a little bit off topic. I'll, I'll cover this super quick. Okay. This just has to do with conspiracies in general. Conspiracies that have such a fucking stigma against them, you just implying that makes people not want to fucking look it up yeah, because you're right. they cuz they don't want to believe that that's true. Right. And that's just that's just but, but the fucking info is fucking there, you yeah. fools.
1: It's that's there. That that Ooh. just goes like and I I, I hate to, I hate to bring it up because a lot of people don't like to hear it because it, there's a stigma behind it because of mainstream media. PizzaGate Okay, Pizzagate people, listen, Pizzagate was not like Chris Cuomo... And uh, that fucking that fucking jerkbag Jake Tapper said it was not about Hillary Clinton trafficking children out of a fucking pizza bar. No. that's not what it was about.
0: It had to do. Yeah. <laughs> they said
1: that's what yeah. it's about. It,
0: it, it's it's about it's about very suspicious activity it's, coming out of a fucking pizzeria in fucking Washington. Exactly. And, 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 and he, this guy who owned a fucking small time pizzeria had something to do with big time fucking politicians. And this in yeah. his in his restaurant until he renovated it, had a bunch of weird fucking imagery it and they had like satanic yeah. bands there it was a fucking kids pizza breathe, place
2: breathe breathe yeah. jimmy breathe
0: yeah it was a fucking it was like a chucky e. che- it was like a private chucky e. cheeses it's like if you had it's like if you had if you if somebody were to make a chucky e. cheeses around here that wasn't a chucky e. cheeses like if i decided to make my own business it was like a chucky e. cheeses okay it's what it was it was supposed to be like this fun family time fucking pizza place but uh-huh. let's get let's get this satanic band in here to talk about fucking and raping and stuff fucking it's like come on and then they had a bunch of nude imagery of like kids in there until they renovated it and because people were fucking calling them out on it Dude, I'm sorry. Pete Gates fucking weird. And you might call and me fucking real. crazy. And I know there I know there's some people out there who fucking call me crazy for believing it, but come on. Come the well, fuck on. When you, when you look at the info the fucker, it, Whether whether or not whether or not you fucking believe it or not, fine. I don't care. But it's just like at least look at the info. And then make your fucking judgment. There are a lot of people on Twitter out there who just fucking say, "No, it's not real." I didn't look anything up about it, but it's not real, just because I said uh, so. At least look fucking look into it, man.
1: God, uh, I, I I forgot something here on Chris Cornell. I just okay, wanna, okay. I just want to say before we go any further. Okay. Um, in 1994, Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell did a interview with rolling stones and uh he he's he was talking about this band joy division i love joy division yeah and and which they later became new world new order late later on mm-hmm. so it so went joy division then new order uh Chris Cornell talked about them quite a bit.
0: I didn't know that about Joy Division.
1: Yeah, Chris Cornell talked about them quite a bit.
0: Uh, I find that funny because you always tell me to listen to New Order. Yeah. Okay, go on. Sorry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, the one of the founding members of uh, Joy Division, this fellow by the name of Ian Curtis, um, he actually took. <laughs> his, Sorry. He actually took his own life as well. Weird. Uh, May <laughs> May 18th 1980 which was exactly 37 years before Chris Cornell yeah um, so that's it's just one of those weird things uh, weird coincidence yeah that I wanted to say no. and yeah I don't know why I wanted to say it but I fucking said it no 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 yeah, yeah. okay back to Chester uh, so yeah Chester banged himself there Uh, we're not gonna that, get
0: it. that sounded a lot different than you probably want <laughs> yeah so,
1: <laughs> i'm sorry chester i'm sorry chester fans we'll have to do an episode you know on chester we'll start it out like we started out chris cornell but like i said there's other things and, and there's, i just want to talk about and um but i i want to say one thing uh uh chris cornell was uh good friends. This is what's funny because when the whole Seattle scene started, the whole grunge thing, they were all about uh, they're not mainstream rock and they were against mainstream rock. But, <laughs> tss, yeah, some of them actually lied. But, uh, you know, yeah. you and then the know, beginning. more than a feeling and yeah. Teen Spirit. It's the same song. More
0: than a feeling.
1: Ba-da-da. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Chris Cornell was was really good friends with uh, the band Heart. Do you know the band Heart? Yeah. They sound familiar. Uh, but they ooh Barracuda. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Because Seattle's always had a great music scene. Jimi Hendrix came out of Seattle.
0: Really? I yeah. Didn't know that.
1: Uh, a Heart came out of Seattle. So Chris Cornell became really good friends with Ann Wilson of Heart. And Ann Wilson said in an interview about. Uh, Chester Bennington that she met him a couple of weeks before he decided to take his life she said about him he was really upset he was really upset and he was really a mess Mm -hmm. so anxious and sad and had to go on stage in like a few minutes I think that Chris's departure hit him hard because he recognized the impulse he had been hit by this news. There was a lot of fear there. I said to him, let's just breathe here and look into each other's eyes and go, we're still here right now. Let's just do this. And a couple of weeks later, he was gone. That was that was pretty fucked up. But I, I don't, know why I, yeah, I don't because, know why I wanted to say that. That's kind of sad. Yeah, I don't know why I wanted to Because I think... Once again, 1-800-blah-blah-blah. Blah, blah. Hopefully yeah. they'll have a three-digit number soon. Yeah, uh, dude, I'm tell I,
0: I I don't mean to get political on that statement, but I'm telling you, if they find out that Trump did that, they're gonna be like,
1: "Start killing yourself to fucking fight Trump." Yeah, I know. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. So, so I kind of listen. I'm, I apologize once again. I can't apologize enough. I I really gyp Chester. I really gyp Chester. But listen, I. <laughs>
2: When it comes right down uh, to it, the topic, uh, where we're going with this, they're the same person.
1: I, I, uh, listen, I spent so well, much time. It's kind of the same
0: story. It's just that I think there's less conspiracy surrounded Chester.
1: I spent so much whereas, time Whereas looking into this. Yesterday, yesterday I read so much stuff. Uh, dude, I was late to fucking work last night, man.
0: Kind of. I mean, Jake, like, you arrived No, at- listen.
1: Jake had to come down and get me, man. Oh. Like, fucking... I usually get up at little after Well... Little after 10. Yeah. Get my shower and everything. Yeah. Jake came down twice. He came down at 10.30. He's like, Dad, you got to get the fuck up, man. And then all of a sudden, he came down at 11, uh 10.45. Dad, you gotta get up. It's it's ten. Yeah, I, I I
0: noticed I noticed that you were late because I'm usually late. because yeah, I'm was, usually late, and I was there first. Well, you know, your I, car was behind mine. I I noticed it was your car, and I was like, "Wow, dude, I'm I was, either I'm listen, either incredibly early or you're really late." <laughs> I
1: was I was nonstop reading, man. Yeah. And one of the things I did was because of some other stuff I read, um, I I came up with this. Here, take take your copy. Sure. Take your cop, your copy. And I can tell you who everyone on there is. Okay. Uh, basically, guys, I just gave them a list. These are all deaths by hanging. Of celebrities. By uh,
0: self-affixiation. Yes. Too. Yeah. And.
1: Uh, there's a list of recent ones, which I have nineteen of them written down. Yeah. Um, and then there's a, a list of the past ones, which I have. I don't see Carradine on here. Six, seven. Huh. He's down at the bottom. Really? Oh yeah. yeah, there he is. Yeah. He's a sidestep. Yeah, next yeah, to yeah, those yeah. yeah. Uh, and there's one other person I didn't put on there because he didn't hang himself, and that's Heath Ledger. But I, but I believe, yeah. I believe Heath Ledger fits into these people right here. Well, because his
0: story is very similar. Yes. And you know, that's what this all boils down to is that all these deaths, very, very similar. But I'll read off the list here. Let's talk about the past ones first. Phil Oakes. Is it Oakes? pronounced Oakes.
1: Yeah, Phil Oakes. Phil Oakes was a folk singer in the 60s yeah. uh, and 70s uh, who has an extensive... He has over 500 documents on him uh, in the FBI files that were declassified because he was deemed as a threat
0: what why
1: uh because he was uh his songs were politically motivated oh
0: when was he active
1: uh the 60s and oh, okay 70s. yeah that makes
0: sense okay uh ian curtis
1: ian curtis that's the gentleman from uh, joy division
0: yes uh tom evans
1: uh tom evan evans is from a band and these all these people hung themselves yes and some of them, most of them, well,
0: in improvised ways, not just straight up hangings. Most I- Im- of them I- improvised listen, hangings.
1: Most of them were in the same manner. Yes. Uh, uh, you said Tom Evan- Evans? Yes. He's from the band. Uh, he was from the band Badfinger. Badfinger.
0: Oh yeah, uh, I've heard of them. Yeah. I always want to listen to them. Oh, uh, that's a side note. But uh, Richard Manuel.
1: Uh, that was a gentleman from the band. The band. The band was a big band back in the day. <laughs> And that's what Some may called. say that they were the first ever that's band. The <laughs> band. They were the band. They really want to
0: fuck with people. <laughs>
1: Michael Hutchins? Michael Hutchins. He was from the band In Excess, which they were really big in the 80s.
0: I've actually never heard yeah. of him.
1: He's another one they said that died of self-asphyxiation.
0: Now, again, let me clarify. These are all improvised hangings, right? Yes. They aren't just regular hangings. No. Improvised hangings. Improvised. Okay. William Stuart Adamson.
1: William Stewart Addison Adamson, he is probably one of my favorite uh, 80s artist. Really? Um, what was he in?: the He was films? in a band called uh, Big Country." Uh, heard of them. Yeah, they B- had, they B- had, they B- had a hit. Song? They had a hit in the '80s. They were considered a one-hit wonder. It was called "Big Country. In a Big Country Dreams. It's that one I let you hear where he plays the guitar and it sounds like bad pipes. It's, it's a really good song. It's, it's probably my, one of my favorite 80 songs. But before that, he was actually, he was in a punk band. Matter of fact, at his, at his funeral, uh, the edge from U two gave his, uh, eulogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the edge said he was probably one of the greatest, uh, Musicians of all time that no one got to hear. Uh, matter of fact, remember the Super Bowl when you two and Green Day hooked up, yeah. and when the Saints come marching. Yeah, that song that was from his punk band. Oh, yeah. And Paul Hester. Uh, Paul Hester was actually from the '80s band Crowded House. I've never heard of him. Yeah, they well they they had uh, they had a couple hits. I don't think they were a one-hit wonder. I think they had like. Two hits, maybe three hits. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, those were all the past ones. Now, we're going to talk about recent. Uh, this is in recent years, uh, and we're going to start from the top here. Chris Cornell, we, <laughs> well, we just talked we about. We know him. who that is. <laughs> Chester Bennington, I don't know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anthony Bourdain, we did an episode kind of about him. Yeah, We talked, about him, yeah, he, we he talked he about him for 30 seconds. We talked about him for 30 seconds. Listen,
1: uh, Anthony Bourdain, he deserves his own episode because there's just so much yeah. behind him. Even uh,
0: Alex Jones had dude, said some.
1: There's a lot of shit that Anthony Bourdain said that he tweeted. Right uh, before he died, too. Yeah, and there's a lot of things about Anthony Bourdain people don't realize. Like his mother, his mother, for instance, was uh, an editor for, I believe it was the New York Times. I, I could be wrong. Yeah. It's one of those big papers. She was an editor, and we all know from Operation Mockingbird,
0: sometimes you're involved with the government
1: yes and anthony bourdain listen the thing about anthony bourdain is he was able to go to any country anytime anywhere that he wanted and as we know from operation mockingbird that's a good thing yeah that's a good thing uh but anthony bourdain died in the same way he yeah. died in basically died in the same way as Chris Cornell, Chester Bennington.
0: Improvised hanging. Yes. Uh, again, let me iterate. Improvised hanging, not regular hanging. They, not like they hung themselves, broke their neck, or hung themselves hanging and fucking suffocated. Yep. They. It was an improvised hanging. Which is always weird. Maybe, well, maybe this list even uh, gives some perspective on that. Maybe, maybe there's something we don't understand about improvised hanging in terms of the forensics behind it. Maybe there's something. Maybe there's a way, a reason why these people die so easily or in such weird ways. Because maybe this whole I like this
1: episode. I'm feeling good right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I, and you know, I think that I think. <laughs> But I, I, because I, there's so many improvised hangings. And Tell you I, what, I'm
1: feeling better. Fuck Chester Bennington.
0: Ooh, Jesus ooh, Christ ah, ooh.
1: One eight hundred.
0: Um, Kate Spake?
1: Spake? No, it's actually Kate Spade.
0: Spade. Oh, Kate why Spade. Did you put a K here.
1: Uh, it's just my writing, dude. I'm sorry, I'm sloppy, yeah. dude. This. Yeah, it's. It, it
2: totally looks like K, dude. Yeah,
1: yeah I, see it, look look it, I see it, bro. I see. Dude, look. Look. I got the same copy in front of me. Uh, okay. Okay. I can't believe I remember all this shit, too. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about it. Well, when well, well when okay. when
0: you're passionate about something, you remember everything about okay, it. Okay, so
1: Kate Spade. Yeah. She's an, ex- an interesting bloke. Well, I said bloke.
0: She's uh one of only one two awesome. three. so what what, what three okay. three people on this list? Two or three?
3: What?
0: She's only one of two or three females on this list. Yeah. I okay, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know about a couple of these names. Yeah, well, I yeah, what yeah, what yeah. well so, like one, I see two. Uh, there's and, a couple Koreans on there. Kate and August. But Okay, okay,
1: wait. Hold on, hold on. Don't, go, don't get August, ahead. Let's okay. go to Kate Spade. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so Kate fucking Spade. Kate Spade's a good one. Kate Spade is actually the brother-in-law or sister-in-law of uh, David Spade. Oh, okay.
2: She was a fashion designer, wasn't she? she? Absolutely
1: right. She was a fashion designer. No shit. She died the same fucking way as the three you just mentioned. The only thing is she had a red scarf tied around her fucking neck. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and funny thing about her is her husband. Andy Spade, which would be David Spade's brother. Yes. Uh, After she died, he kind of didn't, for a couple days, he was like, he was a recluse. He stayed locked up in his house. But when he came out of his house, he was wearing like a mouse mask with a red scarf around his neck and red shoes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't
0: like that. Yeah. I really don't like that. Yeah. That's kind of fishy. Yeah. That's kind of not
1: good. Yeah. And... Yeah.
0: I don't like the mouse mask part because I'm imagining it now and that's kind of creepy <laughs> and gross. Some
1: people say that Andy Spade broke the rules and his wife paid for it. Wow. But, uh okay.
0: Mark Selding.
1: Yeah, I don't want to talk about him, but he pretty much died the same way.
0: Why did he... What, is he a piece of shit
1: or something? No, nah, he's just not interesting to me. Oh, okay.
0: Robin Williams. Who the fuck is that? Yeah. I've uh, never heard of him. <laughs> now,
1: see, Robin Williams is an interesting character because he's the only one, out of all these people on these lists, he's the only one that actually had a diagnosed issue. Okay. Uh, but... He died the same way, belt hanging from a door. Yeah. Uh, improvised hanging. Yes. Improvised hanging. I I know. I should just keep saying improvised hanging. Yeah.
0: Uh, I just know that's the technical term for yeah. it. Yeah.
1: So, and there's a lot of people that question. Uh, Robin Williams. As far as what he knew, as far really. As
0: because I thought he, I thought he was struggling with depression his whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. They, they said he was struggling with depression his whole Which life. Should I find
0: it and funny? Didn't he do? Didn't he do a movie where he was a?
1: Uh, well, he was OCD in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, dude, that guy had so many fucking movies.
0: And it, 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 yeah, wasn't he struggling with that uh, OCD? And he? No, that's Bill Murray. Bill Murray. I'm sorry. Bill Murray. did. The, it was a Bill Murray who did the movie about the guy with the OCD and he falls around his psychologist and then he like, ma- he makes like a relationship with the guy's son. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah. 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 That's yeah. Bill Murray. Whoops. I'm sorry. Sometimes I've, I confuse the two's movies cause some, they kind of seem to play the same role in movies. They're like the comedian yet yeah. like touching kind of character. So dude,
1: actually. I've read so much shit the last couple days. I'm confused about everything.
0: <laughs> okay. Well on to the <laughs> next one, August
1: we know who august ames is don't we fellas how do you
0: not know
1: who she is i'm sorry i couldn't listen i i didn't get a chance she's a porn star yeah i didn't get a chance i wanted to get some of the titles of her movies improvised hanging hanging by giant dildo google some (laughs) of her titles but i will tell you she has starred in 270 fuck fest fucking films 270 times She was on phone. Hold on guys We're whipping out The fucking
2: laptop <laughs> The only The only thing I got About her Really is Dude I watched That whole situation
0: Oh fuck yeah She's a top search <laughs>
2: Dude I watched That whole situation Go down on twitter Yeah yeah Oh yeah. god yeah.
3: dude She's kind
2: of hot yeah. I don't, I, I don't, hot. Know, I don't know about her
1: Yeah
0: If she fits She's a fucking I, Honestly
1: Honestly I wanted to put her on there Cause she's a porn star She's a fucking cutie uh, Yeah
0: is she, she, did, was it an improvised hanging?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. She she killed herself because she was being constantly bullied.
1: She didn't want to fuck a gay.
2: Yeah, she didn't want to fuck a gay. Oh guy. yeah,
1: that's right. She was
0: that guy. Uh, that girl. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that she, was fucked up. She got yeah.
2: bullied repeatedly on Twitter because of yeah. it. Yeah.
0: She fucking killed herself. When yeah. did she kill herself?
2: That was last. Yeah. That was last year already. It was, last it was year. over already. I right.
0: remember yeah, I, were you still working with us when I was complaining about it? When I was I, saying that she shouldn't I, have dude, she shouldn't have been That fucking that
1: list the list I gave you one from 19? Yeah. That's all within a couple of years, man. I I don't think I was. Really
2: Cuz I
0: remember being like why is she getting fucking shit about this? I remember fucking all going right. off about but it.
2: I I watched that go down on Twitter. Like yeah. I remember I se- <laughs> it tells you the kind of people I follow on Twitter. But I seen her last tweet come up, like, that night. Yeah.
1: Oh, Twitter. I just want to get a shout out to the dude who figured out my Twitter, my personal Twitter. <laughs> Rodney. Mad props, Holmes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it probably wasn't hard.
0: Well, no, nah, yeah, because yeah. you constantly mention, yeah, you constantly yeah, yeah. put yourself in, you, you, like, retweet your own tweets on our fucking thing. So, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. uh...
1: I try to mix it up, man. He I try... Found to, me, he found dude, me a Dude, listen, long when ago. I go onto my personal <laughs> he Twitter...
2: D- he found me a long time ago, so... When I go on my yeah. personal
1: Twitter, I just start retweeting. Yeah,
0: that's right. How the fuck did he you find your Twitter? Yeah. Well, I mean... Did you
1: never I, mention your fucking
0: Twitter.
2: I just... <laughs> I mean, all I'd have to do is retweet a couple of things. My, yeah, my yeah. bio does say that I'm fake James. Oh, yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. That's right. But, uh... Yeah, what, what I do when I go on my personal Twitter is I try to retweet a bunch of stupid shit And then I retweet some of our shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Did I retweet a bunch (laughs) of stupid shit again? But anyway. All right, um,
0: I'm to the next one. Aaron Swartz.
1: Aaron Swartz is a doozy, man. Aaron Swartz was a co-founder of Reddit.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. He was a co-founder of Reddit. uh, And as
0: we know, that's a liberal playground.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He He died hanging from a door. Yeah. Uh, the rumor behind him is is he hacked into a bunch of computers that he wasn't supposed to hack into. <laughs> oh, I heard about this guy. Yeah, and he found tons and tons yeah. of videos and images he wasn't supposed to see.
0: Yeah, I heard
1: about that actually.
0: I remember that now. Yeah, I, I think you told me about that a while ago. Yeah. Uh, Cheyenne Brando. Mm.
1: Cheyenne Brando. That was Marlon Brando's daughter. I was about to say. I don't know who Marlon Brando is. No. Fuck, you don't know who fucking Marlon Brando well, is?
0: Dude, I'm bad with names. I might know yeah. who he is if you show me a picture of him.
1: Dude, best movie I ever see Marlon Brando in was uh, uh, from Paris with Love, where he fucked this prostitute in the ass, and he used butter to lubricate her ass. Oh, just like, uh, oh, you get, the oh, he's get the butter. Get the butter. He's the get the butter guy? Get the butter. The get the butter guy. Yeah, he's the get the butter guy. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he the fucking doctor? Oh, no, he's the fucking get the butter guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He was, uh, uh,
2: he was, uh, Jesus Christ. She was a model. Don, Don Corleone and fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, she, she was a model. She hung herself.
0: Yeah. Jonathan Brandis.
1: Jonathan, Jonathan Brandis. That's a fucking sad story there. He didn't hang himself from a door, but he fucking hung himself.
0: It was improvised.
1: Anyway. It was improvised. Uh, Jonathan Brandis, the first movie... I could be wrong, but the first movie I remember seeing him in, he played Sebastian. I think that's how you say his name in the Never Ending Story Part Two. Oh, okay, yeah. And then he had a bunch of fucking small roles here and there. Yeah. He was in. He was actually in a bunch of fucking movies. That that movie uh,
2: does not hold up, by the way. Just no, you know. yeah, I know. Yeah. The first
1: Never Ending Story was great. I loved it. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I don't
2: know why this the other day. I seen a clip of the dragon. Yeah, that like honestly, uh, he, honestly, and, and
0: blacked raw. Beautiful hot wife loves to rim black bulls in hotels. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anyway, uh, Brandis there. Uh, one of his more famous roles <laughs> was in the original It movie. He played Stuttering Bill.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, and he dated some hot chick too. I can't remember mm-hmm. who it was. I forget. Anyway.
0: Alexander McQueen, the same guy who played Lightning McQueen in Cars. No, I am no. kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Alexander McQueen. He was uh, Alexander McQueen. Alexander McQueen was uh, a British fashion designer.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: A lot of fucking, a lot of fucking people in the fashion world take this route, you know. And the fashion world, it's the fashion world. But yeah, he was a British designer in the fashion world. And he hung himself from a fucking door.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh Doll? Is this Doll Kim or Paul Kim? Doll. Is it Doll Kim? Okay.
1: Doll Kim. Doll Kim, if you Google her. her. This this, <laughs> this fucking woman was gorgeous. Gorgeous. She was um Ooh. she was a South Korean. South uh, Korean
0: girls are pretty pretty yeah. good looking. Uh yeah. except for that picture somebody wow. took of her, I guess without makeup, and she looks like a fucking troll.
1: Uh but, <laughs> but anyway, she was What is s-
0: that in her mouth?
1: <laughs> My dick. <laughs> <laughs> she was uh She was a South Korean model.
0: Yeah, she looks pretty good for the most part, but there's this one picture of her, I guess, without makeup. She must have been unprepared or something because yeah. she looks like shit.
1: Uh, she was a South Korean model. She moved to uh, Paris, France. She lived in France, and uh, yeah, she's pretty
0: good-looking.
1: One of the guys that contracted her out a lot for fashion, fashion shows was. She looks
0: good there. I like that. It's very natural.
1: Was Alexander McQueen?
0: Oh, okay, so they had to do with each other. Yeah, did she killed herself after or before he did. If you recall, do you recall?
1: Uh, she killed herself before.
0: Hmm. So, were they friends or something? Or just g- involved with each other? That I couldn't
1: find. Mm, I okay. couldn't find if there was any... Uh, rel- yeah, she's
0: a cutie. Yeah. Huh. Okay. It's a shame. She probably could have been my girlfriend. No. <laughs> 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 Terrence Donovan. <laughs> uh, Ter-
1: Terrence Donovan, and uh, you probably know his child. Uh, Terrence Donovan was uh, a British uh, film director and... He was also like a photo, a photographer, a photographer. Uh, he was known for a lot of like high pro- profile photos. Uh, his son, son of a bitch. And I can't remember the first name. I try to remember everything. Sorry, people. Uh, his son is the co-creator of this thing called Rockstar Games.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah. 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 Uh, where are we at? Uh, I
1: don't know how to pronounce this one. Yeah, good luck.
0: Uh, Inez Zorikwita? Terry, Terry Donovan. Oh, so he's named after his dad?
1: Is that what it is, Terry Donovan? Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Rockstar Games. Mm. Inez It's Time for work.
1: Yeah, she's uh, she's a little cutie. Um,
0: so there's four women on her. Her
1: situation, Inez's situation, was... Um, how did it go? It was, uh, first it was, uh, I think first it was Kate Spade, then it was Anthony Bourdain, and then it was her. They have to do it with each other. They all died within a matter of days and weeks. She
2: died in June of 2018. Who is she?
1: She is the sister of Queen Maxima of holland uh she uh she hung herself with a red scarf as well
0: oh yeah i don't like that yeah i don't like that i don't like that that's too much that's too uh relevant uh i hate when things are so relevant to one another.
1: coincidences uh, coincidences uh, are coincidences but some coincidences are too much of a coincidence
0: uh that's kind of fucked up. Within the same amount of time and using a red scarf, yep. that's kind of weird.
1: Uh, one thing about Anthony Bourdain too, I forgot to mention his uh his girlfriend at the time when he died. Uh, supposedly they were an open relationship. Some people think Anthony Bourdain didn't know they were an open re- relationship, oh. but his girlfriend did. I can't remember her name. She was the freaky bitch. Uh. His girlfriend was the very first person to come out at the Cannes Film Festival Accused to Harvey, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was the first person huh. to accuse Harvey so Weinstein. So that means
0: that Bourdain was kind of a hot target at the time then because yeah. of
1: her. Yeah, and if you go back and read some of Bourdain's tweets from that time, they're kind of fucked up. Yeah. He rags on the Clintons. Uh, he rags on White. Well, he actually
0: says something about Clinton's people. Yeah, and his, then it's kind
1: of. In an interview, ooh. in an interview, he actually said he was roughed up by some of Clinton's people. Now I don't know what that means. I mean, it's I mean, I it could mean anything, yeah.
0: you know, because we don't know. We will never know. So I'm pretty fucked up. Are you? Yeah, How much I'm you on you fucking my ring? fucking third
1: glass here. Wow. Um yeah. Well, but I'm trying, people. I'm trying. Just bear with us.
0: Onwards. <laughs> um, <laughs> a good luck with this one. Uh, Zhang Zhezhang. I think I used to actually pronounced that pretty good.
1: I actually Ooh. Zhang Zhang She's a cutie. I think you nailed that, and I think I think Zhang Zhezhang is fucking gorgeous. Yeah, she's yeah. very good looking. Very good looking. Uh. She is gorgeous. Yeah, she's very good looking. Well, she's dead, but she is gorgeous. Yeah, well, she you know what? Gorgeous.
0: That doesn't um, stop some people.
1: <laughs> uh, Jung Jae-jung. She was a South Korean actress. Um Yeah.
0: Well, you know, there's a lot of conspiracy bullshit going on in South Korea. Yeah. Right, with I, their government and stuff. And you know, uh I'm sorry, but movies and government yeah. sometimes have to
1: do with each Dude, other. Dude, they just locked a guy up. That's what we need to do. 15 years. Yeah, I've seen that. 15 years. Basically, the Hillary Clinton of fucking South Korea. Yeah. 15 years.
0: Dude, didn't you hear about- We need to follow suit.
1: Didn't you hear
0: about the whole secret society they had going on in South Korea? Dude. They had an entire secret society that got outed. That got outed.
1: Yes. And this Jeon Jejong. Yeah. She had a little bit to do with that. Really? No shit. Yes, uh because she hung herself. Yeah. Uh, very few of these people on this list left a note. Most of them didn't leave a note. No. Zhang je Jean. Jijang, <laughs> I just like saying her hot name. <laughs> uh sh- this bitch left a note. And in that note, she uh it was I it was a couple pages long actually. And in that note, uh, she said she couldn't go on anymore because of the ritual beatings she got Uh, and how she was forced to uh, fuck people, Uh, CEOs of companies, media directors, and um, anyone who wanted to fuck her. That whoever sounds, that sounds whoever pretty, wanted to pay.
0: That sounds pretty familiar to something, uh, something, something Hollywood nowadays, something yeah. like that. And Harvey Weinstein. She, uh,
1: <laughs> in her suicide note, she named. Uh, she named only thirty-one people because they were the highest-ranking people. Yeah. Oh she felt. God. Yeah. The critical guys. The critical guys. And that was
0: thirty-one of them. Uh, <laughs> That's and, a lot.
1: And <laughs> you don't get to know them. Yeah because the South Korean government won't let you know them. Yeah. But um, Yeah. So that's that. Are we are we near the end here? Yeah,
0: I got two more left or all well, technically uh, uh, four more four. left. Uh Jayakun. Jayakun. Jaya probably. Uh Jaya oh, oh, Khan. I'm sorry, your A looks like a U. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm kidding.
1: Uh Kun, uh, she was a she was a Bollywood a Bollywood oh, actress.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, I can totally see that. I huh? am Super Patters. Is that that yes. okay.
1: she's hot though. Yes, yeah, she's pretty good. She's look. fucking gorgeous. I'm sorry dude. to
0: say this, but Indian women can be very dude, key, good looking.
1: that that woman's fucking beautiful. Yeah. Uh, she hung herself. She hung herself from a ceiling fan. Yeah. Um, she was a Bollywood actress. Uh, for people don't know what Bollywood is, that's like the Indian version of, of Hollywood.
0: They make funny Hollywood. movies. They make yeah. they make funny like they yeah. try to make them serious, but they're yeah. pretty funny. And, and it, if,
2: it's if a big start, industry. If you start watching videos on Facebook and you scroll down far enough, you're gonna find a clip. Oh of yeah, one yeah, yeah, of them. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And it's it's a big industry. They make a lot of money. Yeah. And uh, she hung herself because she was whored out too. Yeah.
0: Well, next one is uh, Mio Uehara. This is Japanese, ain't it? Yes, she is. Uh, That's how much of a fucking weeaboo I am that I can fucking know that just by hearing the name. Yeah, she was a,
1: (laughs) she was a, oh, this is terrible. I wrote down she's a Jap model. That's terrible. Why is
0: that terrible? Because you can't say Jap. Jap is just short for Japanese. Holy shit.
1: Speaking of fucking Jap, dude.
2: You've only said it like four times. Oh my God.
1: Jap, 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 Jap. Speaking of fucking (laughs) Jap, dude. Remember this morning when we left the fucking airplane factory? Yeah. Because my kid works at the airplane factory once in a while with us. Yeah. We left the fucking airplane factory. Remember we talked about the World War II thing? Well, how yeah. it would be really cool to get a World War II fucking veteran. And there's that guy that goes to the airplane factory every fucking morning. Mm-hmm. Dude, being and Jake fucking got behind a guy when we left the airplane factory. Mm-hmm. Dude, he had a bumper sticker on the fucking back of his car that said... He is a fucking nuclear fucking veteran from World War II. And it, and it left the thing. Uh, I forget I forget the initials or whatever. Me and Jake looked it up as soon as we got to the airplane factory across the street. Yeah. Because we were looking at other airplanes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> me and Jake looked up. We were hoping he was going to that airplane factory.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, because we wanted to talk to him. Yeah. Because we looked up his bumper sticker. hmm Dude. He was part of the fucking guys during the nuclear testing and shit. The ones like that, that were
0: on the ships where the, where they were all huddled. Yes, on on, on the ship. Yes, for the, and they were supposed to look away from the flash.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And Ooh, she, that you. that guy comes into the airplane factory quite a bit. That's sad. He comes <laughs> in quite a bit. I'm gonna get that motherfucker, and I'm gonna ask him. I want to fucking know. I I hope he's. I, uh, I hope at least I,
0: talk I, about it so we can write it down. I
1: want to ask him. No, this is what I want to ask him. All I want to do is say, I was behind you. What's that bumper sticker mean? Mm -hmm. That's all I want to know. That's all I want to know. And if he's like most of these guys, because these guys are dying. Now we're way off topic. Mm. These guys from World War II, man, they're dying every day. Every day they're dying, and we're losing their stories every day. And the other side wants to get rid of history. I Mm -hmm. want to fucking preserve history. I want to know if this guy wants to talk, and I want to hear his fucking story. As,
2: yeah, and, uh, and just think, we got a fourth space at the table here.
1: Dude, we'll bring him fucking here. I'll bring him here, man. I'll fucking bring him here. I'll put Darth Vader on the fucking other side, and he can sit right he, over he here. you can have
2: my mic. We, uh, for everyone who doesn't know, we only have three mics. I want to know. Because we're not at high tech. Well, you can have mine. I don't need to talk. Dude,
1: to talk meet a much. World War Two veteran. Well... Uh, is far few in between anymore
0: speaking of history yeah. uh as snake would have said in metal metal, God, Gears, metal, metal, up, metal, metal gear solid 2 <laughs> history yeah <laughs> <laughs> to david hater history is uh, fuck it. you doing a great <laughs> fucking snake impersonation, man. Ugh, uh, fuck snake <laughs> right in squeeze my <laughs> s- squeeze my hog right in.
2: Anyway, back to Jake because <laughs> James has lost his fucking mind.
0: I can't fucking do a snake accent when I'm buzzed. Uh, um, history is the only thing we can pass. On.
2: <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Super off topic. I seen that awesome thing you posted the other day that about that secret ending from the snake uh, from Metal Gear with the sorrow.
0: <laughs> oh, that was a fake. Yeah, the uh, fake thing. I know. I know.
2: Yeah. But anyway, back to Jake. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, before we go, and I just want you to go to these last two. See this one here. Yeah. Start with this one, and then we'll go to this one. Okay, David Be- Carradine. Uh, listen, well, before you do, I just want to say uh, the South Koreans, the South Korean actresses and models and stuff. In two thousand nine, uh, that's when that's when a bunch of these they all hung themselves okay in 2009 alone there was over a dozen just from South Korea that all hung themselves that hung themselves 2009 over a dozen and what happens is that's why see this list I gave you it may not be a conspiracy it just may be how it works because when this one i forget which one it was but when she hung herself south korea hanging suicide deaths because everything is kept track of they went up there was an extra 1000 hanging suicide deaths that year so when when famous people like this off themselves or kill themselves there's always that possibility of Basically, a copycat. Copycat suicide. You know? Uh, people do it and they think, oh, wow, this is what we gotta do. We just follow the fucking lead. Okay, but anyway. Hold on. It's because
0: you were talking about that World War 2 guy, I have to play this quote now.
1: It better be fucking good. It is good. It's for Metal Gear Solid 2. Oh my fucking god. These fucking video games. Life isn't just about passing on your genes. You're good, you're good to play. We can leave behind much more than just DNA. Through speech, music, literature, and movies, what we've seen, heard, felt anger, joy, and sorrow. This is actually a really Diesel good speech for a video game. On. That's what I live for. It's
0: actually a legitimately good speech.
1: We need to pass the torch. It's and let our children read our messy and sad history by its light. We have all the magic of the digital age to do that with. The human race will probably come to an end sometime, and new species may rule over this planet. Earth may not be forever, but we still have the responsibility to leave what traces of life we can. Building the future and keeping the past alive are one and the same thing.
0: You may now cry.
2: That is a good speech. I'm not sure if it exactly had to do with what we were talking no, about. Right no,
0: it had to do with the World War II guy. And him telling us... It, it did
2: have... All right, yeah. To have right. to
0: tell a story. Hey, but what anyway... What fucking
1: go, episode is this? Uh,
0: 24th. Uh, so, t- David Carradine? Did we already talk about him?
1: Uh, no. David Carradine is... Uh, classic. Classic. Yeah, he's, he's classic... Uh, classic kill, improvising. Did you say kill... <laughs> kill Carradine? No, I said... You, you could say that he's kind bit.
0: of... He's kind of like the... Pe- the, the pioneer of improvising. Yeah. Yeah, everybody
2: knows him from Kill Bill.
1: They say he died... Uh, beaten off in a fucking bath... Or uh, a closet. Yeah. Hanging himself. Uh, yeah,
0: you know how sad it is... If there was no conspiracy behind that... And he was just trying to get a thrill... And he just accidentally fucked up. Well,
1: actually... his uh, His wife had said... Eh,
0: sometimes he liked being choked.
1: He was into that.
0: <laughs> sometimes and he are asked are me the to rumors, fucking choke
1: him. There are the rumors he liked those, what are they, shems or... I'm sorry, what? Traps or whatever the what fuck. Traps? <laughs> are you talking about... Because he was over there in Trans- Asia. Trans-
0: are you ta- okay. you're talking about traps? You're talking about girls that... Girls guy, with guy, dongs. Guy, Guys that look like
1: girls. Girls with dongs. <laughs> yeah. It's a guy. Apparently he might have been into them. Uh. Uh but so I don't know. See now
2: So he liked being choked while he was getting fucked. In yes, the ass, huh? Yes. Yikes.
1: And but anyway, I know Randy Quaid is a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> she, the guy is batshit just, just crazy.
2: Just in case anybody doesn't know, just go check out his Twitter. <laughs> well, listen, you'll figure it out
1: real listen. quick. Listen, what he said, I know he's a crazy batshit motherfucker. But what he said about Star Whackers.
0: (laughs) 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 Now it's not exactly what you think it is. (laughs) Listen. It's not just some Asian prostitute that heads out to your hotel room. What he
1: said about fucking. (laughs) What he said about Star Wackers, Yeah. If you really listen to what he said. He makes perfect sense. Because these guys. Just like all the fucking people I love. From the music world. They get to a point where they're just going with the flow and their life pretty much means nothing, uh, but the people above them and around them, they're the one it means the most to. And a lot of these people, they learned with Elvis, a lot of these people are worth more fucking dead. God damn and the people that are going to make mind. money off of these people when they're dead are not the families. It's either the companies, that the are record company, them. the movie company, foundations, foundations, whatever. Whoever owned them. Yeah, whoever owned them, because honestly, they're all owned by someone, and that's who's going to make the money. So I know Randy Quaid is a crazy motherfucker, but he's he's kind of right.
0: He's definitely right about Heath Ledger, which is like a weird one yeah. for sure. Because that yeah. story, if you guys, even if you don't want to. That's wanna,
2: its own
1: episode. He I said, sh- according to Randy Quaid, uh, David Carradine was fucking killed too, so.
0: Eh, I think he was just looking for a thrill. <laughs> 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 but, uh. Yeah, no,
2: I, I mean, okay. I, I hate to throw it out there, but you think he at least. Got to finish
3: before he was done.
0: Well, I mean they say that you God, bust God, God, they, I hope they, so. they say you bust your pants when you die.
1: See see no one <laughs> listen, no one'll ever know because the government there has everything fucking sealed up and about uh,
0: busting your pants when you die? <laughs> no
1: <laughs> They they fucked the crime scene all up. The crime scene was a fucking mess. It there was like really no investigation done whatsoever. I mean, it's they're not like us, man. Other countries aren't like us, which is fucked up because we bought shit up all the fucking. T- we bought shit up all the time. It's been a year since fucking Las Vegas fucking <laughs> shooting. And we still we don't. Fucking it watch. was a hologram. So we, let's not yeah, bring it, it up. A fucking hologram. Who, who the fuck knows? The fucking FBI probably. I don't I don't know. FBI can't even figure out who to fucking...
0: Las Vegas was weird. We should talk about that in like a year when
1: there's more info. Yeah. It, <laughs> everything. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, just get to these last two fucking bitches.
0: Barry and Honey Sherman.
1: Uh, Barry, Honey, and Sherman. Sherman. Uh, the reason I threw them on the list is because they're a perfect example of... They're a perfect example of a fake suicide. What? (laughs) Uh, Barry and Honey Sherman were Canadian. Uh, They were multi-millionaires.
2: She ain't hot. I wasted that Google search. Yeah,
1: they're old. Yikes. They were multi-millionaires because they they were in the pharmaceutical world. Uh, They were found in their house. I mean,
2: I don't know. You might be a newer James. (laughs) I'd
1: I'd give it a shot. They were found in their house uh hanging from fucking ropes as uh though they had killed themselves. And the initial reports were
0: But they weren't an improvised hanging. They were hanging like for real?
1: Yeah, they were hanging. Uh,
0: so this is not an improvised hanging.
1: Okay. Uh but uh initial reports were they committed suicide. But yeah. after a six week investigation, they concluded that these motherfuckers didn't hang themselves. They were fucking murdered and the whole scene was made to look like they hung themselves. And did anybody do anything about it? Uh they're still investigating. When did this happen? This happened last year. Okay. Uh they're still investigating. The family's going nuts. They want to know what the fuck happened. And once again, the conspiracy people, guess where this leads. Hillary Clinton. It leads back to the Clinton. <laughs> Foundation. Oh God! I was joking. I was fucking joking. <laughs> it leads back to the Clinton Foundation because they had uh, multi-million-dollar uh, ties to Haiti through the Clinton Foundation. Yeah. For vaccinations and and um, we
0: all know which way where that goes with the vaccinations. They wanted to autismize fucking <laughs>
1: and uh, people speculate that through their dealings with Haiti. They found out that the Clinton Foundation was fucking people over, and then, boof, someone had them off. So, well,
0: that's, so,
1: it's everybody. So, now, listen, I don't know if this is, listen, uh, when we talked about Antarctica, I know, I just went to Antarctica, right? <laughs> But when we talked about Antarctica, uh, there was a big thing I wanted to talk about. I didn't get to talk about because we always try to cram so much into an episode.
0: Well, we, you got to realize, guys, we only got. Uh, we, well, I yeah. mean, this episode. We try to keep this it short. episode's two hour 30, but we usually try to yeah. keep it under two. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. And. Uh, but when we were talking about that, I wanted to go into the topic of what's called a breakaway civilization.
0: Okay. I really want to see where this is going.
1: Yeah, I wanted I wanted to talk about that. Because uh, a lot of people believe in especially with Antarctica that there's a breakaway civilization, they live under the ice, blah blah blah. blah well listen, I ain't going that far. But I am gonna say, think about this. There is a breakaway civilization. It's everyone that was on this list. Okay. The breakaway civilization is everyone that's on this list. It's everyone that's in Hollywood.
0: You're talking about elite, elite entertainment and political field. You're talking about just elite. Yes. It's not a a civilization in terms of land. You're talking about a civilization within our civilization. Exactly. Yeah.
1: These people have money. Yeah. They have the money. They have technology. They have protection. They have everything we don't possess. And it is their own civilization. They fuck within each other. They mate within each other. They live within each other. That is a completely different civilization from us. Yeah. These people may have different fucking rules. Yeah. Okay. And maybe that's why these people fucking die like they fucking do. Yeah.
0: It's a possibility. That much is definitely true: is that they have their own civilization, whether it or not, is. whether it or not, is. whether or not they realize it. Maybe Wait. they don't realize it.
1: We listen. People treat these people like gods. They treat them like idols. Okay.
0: Well, this is what I'm trying to say: is that like even if ye, if they don't realize it, they live in their own society because because they're they do. they're taken care of, they're protected. Look at the fucking politicians. Yes. They have a whole fucking taxpayer fund for fucking sexual harassment Dude, cases. They take that's your money. Listen,
1: they're just like us. We take care of our own. They take care yeah. of their own.
0: Yeah, it's like it's like this guys, if you get accused of sexual harassment whether you're a guy or girl whatever and you're listening to this right now and you're not part of the fucking Hollywood elite and if you are, let me in. Uh <laughs> but
1: uh <laughs> Fucking I ain't fucking the baby, dude. No. I ain't cutting its head off. Oh
0: I'll talk about that in a second, but i but, ain't
1: sacrificing uh-oh. shit to Moloch.
0: But uh fucking uh the thing is is that whether they know it or not, they're part of their own they're they're protected. They're fucking they're they can say a lot of things without fucking consequence, and then there's a lot of things that they can say can't say and, and, and uh There's some pretty massive consequences. So it's and like I said, whether they realize it or not. There are some people I'm sure maybe don't realize it, that they're part of that fucking society and that, that that they live in a completely different world within our world. They do. Yeah. And it's a, they
1: do where they're and and for you, listen for you, for you, for me, for fucking fake Jamie to break into that world. Okay. We're not, we're just not going to be able to walk through the door and say hello. listen, Think about, go to our level. Think of our level at the airplane factory. Mm -hmm. When we get a new employee that comes into the airplane factory, what do we put them through? What do you mean? We put them through hell. Well, we have to.
0: I mean, that's just part of the job.
1: Exactly. (laughs) And that's part of the fucking job of these people's fucking civilization. They have to protect their civilization Just like we have to protect our civilization at the airplane factory, we need certain people to be able to do certain things. And we put those people through certain fucking tests on a minute scale.
0: Well, we don't make them fuck babies. (laughs) You're absolutely
1: right. We don't make them fuck babies. Just make them. But everyone on this list, I think they had to fuck a baby once or twice.
2: You guys just make them. Uh, we make part, them make, make put them parts work. up in multiple we places make, in the airplane. We factory. make we
0: make them work, and if they work good, then we say good job. Yeah. And you just have to make sure you're good they at doing the job. They get to handle
2: the heaviest parts of the airplanes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, listen, at the end of the day, with these people, uh, I've I've theorized this a whole bunch of times. Uh, I talk. About, I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast, but with Jake, I talk about it all the fucking time. Is that these politicians and Hollywood people? Half of them, I bet, or even more than half of them, possibly. I bet you, I bet you, they know things that they don't wish they they wish they didn't know. I I, I think a lot of them, they they're, they're held, they have stakes held against them, and it's a matter. And I think like to enter that kind of society, you have to do something fucked up, and that could be a variation of things. Maybe it's one thing. Maybe it's multiple things. I don't know because I'm not part of it. But I'm saying. It almost seems like no everybody in Hollywood and and in politicians are afraid to speak out until there's a safety net. Look yeah. at Lindsey Graham, for example.
1: Perfect example.
0: Uh, all of a sudden, it's starting to look like it's safe to be a real like Trump supporting Republican now. It's starting to really look safe, and now all of a sudden, you have a bunch of Republicans paying playing ball because they don't have something to be afraid of anymore. Uh,
2: just, just offhand, please tell me you guys seen that that video Lindsay Graham walking to- Ah yeah to and the he adjusts be- his fucking tie. To the BG song? Yeah. Did you see I fucking posted that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, um <laughs> but I think that I think like looking at politics, but I think Hollywood's still in limbo right now. I think politics is starting to get saved a little bit because I think it's a first priority, but I think Hollywood's in limbo still. I think they're still stuck in this fucking thing where if you want to be if you want to roll in the big dollars, if you want to get big roles in Hollywood, if you want to be a big household name, if you want to be a Fucking, a fucking Robert De Niro. If you want to be a fucking piece of shit, yeah, you have you have to do something, and you have to fucking live by it. And if you don't, guess what? You're, gonna be you're either gonna, from you're, a fucking door. You're gonna you're gonna you either gonna get improvised hanged. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna fucking get outed as a pedophile or some shit or your fucking career is just going to randomly fucking die. All of a sudden, you're not going to have any roles anymore. All of a
2: sudden, you're a shit actor. Nobody yeah. Cares about
0: all you. of a sudden, you're a B-movie B fucking guy. All, all
2: of a sudden, and, you're on the
0: sci-fi channel.
1: Yeah. Like, like, listen, it's like I said earlier. Uh, I loved Chris Cornell's voice. Uh, I loved... Yo, uh, back in the day, uh, there was a time where, just like a bunch of other people from that era... Uh, their music was there for me when no one else was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what? There's a million other Chris Cornell's out there and we'll never fucking hear them because they're just they're not part of the group. Man. They're not willing. To fuck also, the because of the they're fucking
0: not- times, I mean, you're not going to there's no rock stars are fucking They'll dead. never be a, rock I mean, stars are yeah. dead now. It's not happening ever fucking again with right. the way that music's gone down. I'm sorry, that got depressing. Uh, like, Your modern-day like rock star is Kanye don't, West. It don't, matter. Listen.
2: It don't matter how big a band is right now. Ten years, no one's going to fucking know them. It's, 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 bands don't have that
1: well, that's, staying power anymore. Uh, well, that's because the industry doesn't have a net to keep them. Uh, back in the day, the industry used to have a net to keep them. Uh, the industry used to have a way to make them their bitch. To make them their fucking horse for years. That's uh, that that that's gone now. Um,
2: you know, also it, back then, uh, there wasn't as many of them because they... Nowadays, it's easy to do because you just put somebody behind a microphone and put a computer on the end of it. You just got to be pretty. Yeah. That's all you need to do nowadays. At least back then, I mean, there was computers and stuff, but they still needed to find the talent.
1: Yeah. Um, <sighs> I'm, fucking, so I'm, I'm fucked up. Dude.
0: So basically, I'm monkey.
1: I'm so fucking, fucking piss drunk right now, dude. I want to have one more fucking glass and that's it for me.
0: It's my life. It's now or never. <laughs> I'm going to... Uh, in the know.
2: end, it doesn't even matter.
0: Ooh. <laughs> Crossover. <laughs> but,
1: uh, yeah. Uh, I didn't even take any pictures, man. I would take a picture of me all fucked up and put it on Twitter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... Dude, I don't...
1: Listen, I don't even know if I talked about everything I want to talk about.
0: All I know How is... How do I flip my phone? Hmm... Uh all I know is that <laughs> I can't even take that picture. Uh <laughs> um, all I know is, is that fucking um like ca- I should've Can I talk tonight. about Kanye real quick in, in relevance to having to follow the rules? Look at Kanye. You know everybody in Hollywood's attacking Kanye right now, right? You know uh, that yeah. he's getting shit on by like celebrities, Snoopy Dogg yeah. and Lana Del Rey. D- Del Del, Del-, Del-, Del- Rey Del- Del- and fucking um like everybody's like coming after him. I will just recently <laughs> watched an interview and he was wearing a Trump hat. And you know what the fucking person said? The person who was interviewing said, "He said there's a lot of me and a lot of people would really like it if you ju- if you if you were to take off the hat." What? That's that's what I fucking bullshit. That. I know. And uh. But, um, fucking, all I know is is that, uh, it's, it, it, like, I think it, he, he's a primetime example. He didn't follow the rules, but he's so fucking big right now that he has just caused an absolute shitstorm. And it's, like, people still want to support him. Unlike, like, somebody more small-time or maybe an actor who could just fall off and no one would care. Him, on the other hand he's kind of too big to take down yeah. and when he, cause he's so big, if he gets taken down, it's kind of noticeable. It's kind of like Donald Trump. It's kind of like, you can't really take down Donald Trump because if you do, everybody's going to notice. Hey, so
1: do me a favor right now. Okay. An American name. What's a, what's an iconic high class, multi-million dollar fucking name in this country. That has been for the last hundred years. The
3: last hundred years.
1: Last hundred. There's centers named after him. There's all kinds of shit named after him. Kennedy? Uh, no, no, no. no. Take are you out talking
2: the, about a brand or a. Uh, a
1: multi millionaire family tied in with banking. And, are you, are you oh, a child? Go. No, 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 American. Are you talking about, uh, what's his fucking name? Come uh, on,
0: say it, man. Uh, one of
1: the motherfuckers just finally died too yeah, long ago. After, like, getting fucking four fucking hearts. Yeah, yeah,
0: I know who you're talking about. I forget his name. No one he, else can cause, get cause, hearts. Because he died and he died. But this
1: motherfucker got four of them.
0: Yeah, I forget his
1: name because he... Cause Rockefeller. He, yeah,
0: because he fucking finally went away. and yeah, Rockefeller. And now they have nothing to do with anything again. Rockefeller. It's kind and of
1: the richest, one of the richest families in this country.
0: Yeah, uh, fucking disappeared. Yeah. Uh, you haven't heard anything about them yeah. in a while now. Ever they, since he they died, they
1: market, they market and brand everything in their name. Yeah. Tell me how Jay Z got Rockefeller Records.
0: Wait, what? Think about it. Illuminati. For real? They say that. They say he that Jay Z his
2: own fucking brand. Yeah, I was
0: gonna Record say, isn't he, isn't he fucking rich enough to have his own brand? It's called
1: Rockefeller Records. Wow. Well, do you really think the Rockefellers, fellers, (laughs) fellas, the Rockefellers, buddies, pals, would let that happen if there wasn't a connection there? Yeah. That's their brand. That's their name. My brand. All the Rockefellers are white. Pretty sure Jay-Z's black. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. And now he's... he's
2: I, mean, I heard he's a fucking reptile. So. And now he's got
1: Rockefeller Records. There's a connection there, man. If you don't see it, fucking retarded. <laughs>
0: <laughs> da,
1: da. <laughs> oh, uh, and, and my time of listening to shit, dude, we totally gotta do shit on fucking Seth MacFarlane, The Simpsons, and all that, uh whatever it's called. The shit that they show on the show, then it happens. Predictions, the Simpsons stuff, yeah. Yeah, we gotta do that. Kinda
0: weird. I
1: have to apologize to fans right now, because I'm feeling pretty fucking good right now. I hope they're fucked up listening.
0: Yeah. Get yourself a drink, pal. Yeah. I'm better now. Yeah, I'm... Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) About an hour ago, I was ready to fall off this fucking chair. Dude, fucking Mike,
0: literally, I watched him... I was watching him pour... He poured, like... (laughs) He poured like half of it coke, and I was like, "Is he's not putting uh, Kraken in that? He's not filling the rest of that with Kraken, is he?" And then he did. Then he <laughs> did. <laughs>
2: I did it backwards. i normally do it the other way to see how much Kraken I've actually got I'm fucked up. And
1: we did mention lip biscuit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I cannot believe we just broke in case the we
2: didn't lip biscuit, lip biscuit, yeah. lip biscuit. I cannot believe we My broke way. the streak last
1: episode. My
0: way or the high Because I listen break stuff. Yeah.
1: Every every Monday night at the Airplane Factory, I listen to... Uh, Make sure we fucking limp-biscuited. Uh, yeah, and we... we uh, calling won. out I,
0: all ICP fans, uh, since you guys tried to
1: dropkick Fred Durst, we are at war. <laughs> but, and I apologize to the fans. I had a little too much to drink, but... Me and me and Jimmy Bones, we had, we had a rough week, man. We got some bad news yeah. at the Airplane Factory. Yeah. And some other shit. And One uh,
0: could say that... Uh not to mention, just the last couple of days. Not to give you guys a sob story, but I haven't been feeling too good. Yeah, it's I, I've been kind of like depressed. So
1: yeah, we're we're uh, we're losing our shift.
0: Yeah, uh, we're
1: losing our shift. I'd like to blame Obamacare, but it's. <laughs> I just have asshole fucking
0: management. Well, <laughs> no, regardless. Like honestly, like in in that, like I feel like I've been pretty low energy lately, no, in and outside of the podcast. I've been pretty low energy. Yeah. I it's just like my, my, like I, I just kind of feel like I'm going nowhere in my You've life. Been
1: sucking, man.
0: Yeah. Thanks for reminding
1: me. Don't worry, I've been sucking too. Man.
0: No, I've been really it's all bad. Much fucking. I feel pretty. I feel pretty useless at work lately. Fucked
1: up dreams, man.
0: It's like I, I get to work, and it's like uh, back in the when I first started. At the airplane factory, I used to be able to push myself. I used to be like... I
1: used to pump myself up. Dude, you used to make so many
0: wings. Yeah. (laughs) I used to be able to pump myself up. I used to be like, okay, I can fucking get shit done. I can throw a lot. I can do this.
2: How sometimes you've made motors and propellers... You wired up the yeah. whole cockpit.
0: Nowadays, I can't even paint the plane. <laughs>
2: yeah. I, you you know, I feel you. You can't even put the air
0: in the tires. But,
1: yeah. uh, dude, after, oh my god, I I can't tell you how many years I worked third shift.
0: Dude, I wish it's I could coming to an end. In like two I wish I wish I could just get like like honestly, I wish I could just get one year
1: vacation, one full year, and just well set up fucking patreons. Hey, does anyone go to the website? Go to the website.
0: Yeah. If well, I'm listen. gonna mention it. I'm I'm, really ab- really I'm about concerned. to end the podcast because we're we're approaching three hours. I'm really disappointed
2: in the fact that I can't find a fucking Limp Biscuit soundboard. Like, why is there not a fucking Limp Biscuit soundboard? I I can do yeah. a Limp
0: Biscuit soundboard. Yeah, myself. Fucking tell him, Wes. <laughs> That's like a chainsaw. What?
1: Chainsaw. What? <laughs> so, <laughs> so wait a minute, you. I'm pretty sure he mentioned earlier about that showdown. L
0: I M P Biscuit is right here.
1: <laughs> that showdown in Philly.
0: Yeah.
1: Limp Biscuit. In New Jersey, limp Biscuit. Uh, limp basket. Yeah, I love. Lim- <laughs> I fucking love Limp <laughs> <lamp> Basket too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of Eddie Murphy, because I just do let Eddie Murphy. Out, I want to <laughs> say something. Limp Biscuit featuring Eddie Murphy. <laughs> I, I just listen. I just want to say something about Eddie Murphy. And this goes back to the whole... Uh, Starwackers. No, it goes, it goes back to the whole... What did I call it? Another, another society. Secret society thing, yeah. No, not a secret uh, society. Just Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, not, uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, you guys know. You, whatever. whatever. If you're to this point,
2: yeah. you heard him fucking say
1: it. So. This is fucking <laughs> hilarious, dude. We uh, should fucking be periscoping. But anyway... Uh, Eddie Murphy remember back in the day when Eddie Murphy got caught with that trans trans <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah you remember that shit <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah did you know fucking less than a year later she was found dead on the fucking street cause she, <laughs> she, <laughs> cause she, well she he jumped out a fucking apartment window supposedly wow yeah found dead on the fucking street huh yeah After fucking blowing Eddie Murphy in the fucking car. That's what they say. I I wish I could do an Eddie Murphy voice. I'd be like... And and you know what the fucking... know what they said the the cause was? That she was in her apartment. She went out on the fucking fire escape. She locked herself in. Or she locked herself out. So the
2: bitch decided, fucking I'm dead. You know what? I think
1: I can make the jump. And (laughs) then she fell. And then she fucking fell. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway... Uh, so I guess
0: I'll just get breakaway civilization. (laughs) That was it. Uh, there you go. Yeah, okay. Let's talk about our fucking twitters and social media and then we can get out of here. Okay. So,
1: uh, hey, I had a fun episode, dude.
0: Okay. Yeah, this is a good one. Uh, Twitter. Our Twitter for the podcast is at Drinking a Theory. Just straight up Drinking a Theory. All together there. Uh, my Twitter, if you want to follow me, I don't really post anything relevant to our fucking podcast. I kind of just follow esports and stuff. Uh, Fucking okay, at shows. Jimmy what?
2: I said at engage porn source. Yeah. But I also have my mic turned off so nobody heard it. So whatever. The joke fucking sucks, so go on.
0: Uh my Twitter is at Jimmy guy. Uh it's pretty straightforward. If you don't know how to spell any of that, you're retarded. Uh it's fucking our Instagram is horrible is a horrible fucking Instagram name. Uh <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. You got this, James. Because
2: uh, uh, um. you couldn't fucking get it last week. I didn't do it.
0: La, 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 la. okay um <laughs>
2: what okay.
0: okay drink underscore and underscore a underscore theory underscore podcast <gasps> <Woo>! <laughs> sorry <laughs>
2: go Reed. ahead
0: and follow us on instagram uh i don't Gets know what you new headphones after i don't know what you guys are listening to us on but we're on soundcloud itunes and stitcher look us up at drinking the theory podcast and uh you'll find us listen to us you know uh if you're on iTunes give us a review so that we can see reviews if you have complaints put them on the you know SoundCloud iTunes whatever comment wow. wherever you can comment you come fuck come on the Facebook and say like your fucking last podcast sucked yeah anything constructive s- criticism is great because then I can then we can change things and make it better so um <laughs> uh our Facebook is you know drinking theory podcast you'll find it it's it's just like it pretty much looks the I same as I
2: I guess since Couple people already figured it out. I'll, I'll say my uh, my Twitter is at yeah. uh, m marsh two fifty two. Yeah, super easy to figure out. Just
1: like the swamp.
0: Yeah. Do you <laughs> want to mention your fucking Twitter? Since it's- uh
1: yes, I do. My Twitter is at v o n t r o g g. You just go there. Call me a fucking douchebag. Call me a piece of shit asshole. <laughs> Wait, what was uh, that? I don't think and, I have you uh, added. What, what was that? Ask me what the fuck it means when it says is that menstrual blood. <laughs> I,
2: I, I don't think I have you added. What did uh, you say,
0: did you say yeah. that was? At yeah. it's, uh, uh go ahead and tell him uh, are you into menstrual blood or something? At
1: V O N T R G G.
0: Yeah, go ahead and tell 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 Jake. Uh, are you into menstrual blood or something?
1: Because you can't seem and, to stop uh, talking about tell it. Tell me how much I love the dick. Okay, yeah. Uh That's
0: oh yeah. Our website, drinkingtheory dot com. Please go there. It looks really cool. It's a very cool website, and Jake worked really hard on it, and it looks good.
1: Yeah. It looks cool, man. I don't. I don't get to push shit up there enough.
0: Well, because we don't really have much activity. Dude, I got a fucking. I got to give you the, sh-
1: the keys yeah. so you could fucking post shit.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, go on there. Just check it out. Fuck. Just just visit there. Check it out. It fucking Dude, looks cool. I don't
1: even know how the keys work. I just... On my phone, I have everything yeah. mem- remembered.
0: Well, whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying. Go ahead and check out the website. It looks cool. If, even if you have no reason to be there, just, like, check it out. Be like, oh, look, it's a cool website. And then you can leave <laughs> yeah. if you want to. It really, it was well designed. It looks really good. So... Um, remember, November 6th, go out and vote red, please, for the love of fucking God. Please, I I can't read, I can't fucking iterate that enough. Please fucking go out and vote red. If you believe in fucking freedom, your freedom of speech, your, your right to bear arms, if you believe in what it means to be a fucking American, please, please. Because if because if we lose Trump, if we lose all this shit, we we're are all gonna fucked. get raped in the ass. Uh, I don't know if that'll happen, but uh, just
2: the way Jimmy likes it.
0: All I know is is that you don't want this shit to happen. You don't want to lose your rights. You don't want to lose your liberty. Think about your founding fathers. Think about them fighting 250 yeah. years ago, fighting their own countrymen. Yes, Pe- the people that they fucking they that, yes. the, the the society that they came from and the fucking the yeah. war they they. Uh, f- the war that they fought <laughs> the war that they fought to to achieve independence to become an independent country and and, and live with liberty and freedom away from a fucking from a fucking uh, monarchy because they believed in personal freedom liberty all that shit go out and vote yeah. Fucking retain these rights. Don't let anybody take them from you. Because if you fucking let it happen, you're losing them. You fucking losers. So don't so don't fucking lose it. Go out, yeah. vote. November 6th. Hit that big red button for the fucking Republicans, please.
2: Just make sure it doesn't
1: And like uh, on it. Just right one either. more thing. Yeah. I wanna thank uh white queen patriot. She just follows.
0: Okay. Oh god, that's a little bit racist. <laughs> 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 Nah, <laughs> that's just about anything, everything, whatever. <laughs> so if uh come come listen to us next week, we got a free, we got a free episode, and you can expect Kinda that. Kind
2: of what like the first hour of this one was. Like. <laughs> Except for it's gonna
0: be more hectic and probably more drunk. We'll see.
1: I would like to thank uh, Frozen Alaska. They just follow us as well.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I guess you just started a Trump train, didn't you? No. <laughs> 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 These motherfuckers are following us, dude. Thank you, thank you guys for the follows. Seriously, thank you for everybody for fo- yeah, for following if, us.
2: If you're hot or anything, James needs a <laughs> girlfriend. God, please, I need a
0: fucking girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe something. I literally just pushed my face into
1: my mic. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: uh,
0: I need Gucci. Hey All right. <laughs> I hope
1: this episode was interesting for everyone. It was a good fucking episode. Thanks a lot. Keep yeah. listening.
0: Yeah. See you next week. Free episode. We're going to fuck around. So come check us out.
2: Peace. Bye.
0: What do you got to say, Jake? You, know, you going to say anything? Uh, yeah? Yeah. I can't